and welcome to the adventures of the Inglorious Bards. I am your apprehensive Game Master Tom, and this is the episode you've been waiting for. Our heroes have been on the trail of this dangerous magical artifact for quite some time. They finally found it at the top of a clock tower and slew the previous owner, Senor the Tinkerer. But all did not end well last adventure. A massive clockwork spider was set loose upon the city, and Puck was critically wounded. Our goblin is on death's door, where one more single point of damage will kill him. This deadly artifact has corrupted everyone it has touched. It has made good men bring chaos all around them. It grows slowly in power, infecting the mind with selfishness and desires to greater glory that will only lead to ruin. And this item? has just been placed around the wrist of our very own Ulgrim Shieldbiter standing at the top of the clock tower. This is episode 16, The Grey Ascent. Many centuries ago, the artifact known as the Grey Ascent was sealed in a vault beneath hardened stone and magic barriers. Those who knew of its secret location maintained a vigilant watch and passed on that legacy to their trusted allies and heirs. But years became decades, centuries became millennia, and oaths sworn long ago became forgotten stories. Yet always the reach of chaos wormed its way into the lost vault, wearing down stone and magic, until one day an adventurer broke through doors covered in faded symbols to find treasures that should have remained lost. Pushing aside coins and detailed scrolls, a smile crossed the adventurer's face when her fingers brushed against a gray spiral band. She returned to the city of Tallis and sold the artifact to retire a wealthy adventurer. Yet it wasn't long before she was haunted by its absence, and her efforts to reclaim it came to a violent end. And so it went over many months, the artifact passing through different hands, each time the owner rising to power while being driven to madness. The Grey Ascent brought not a curse, but a driving purpose that the mind and flesh of men could not weather. A respected captain became a feared pirate lord, a rogue living on the docks became a nightmarish assassin, and a simple tinkerer became a creator of mechanical horrors. You four adventurers found the location of Sonor, the silversmith and tinkerer, atop the clock tower in the Old Town District. Breaking into the tower, you explored and fought your way to the top. Puck triggered a steel arena that trapped him with several deadly machines. Knocked unconscious and critically wounded, Puck was pulled back down a hatch to the level below while Olgrim and Elmon attacked the machines above. Elmon leapt up to the machinery in a balcony where he slew Sonor, but not before one last lever was pulled. A massive clockwork spider was set loose, tearing free of its moorings and descending down the outside of the tower to wreak havoc in the city below. Olgrim's Shieldbiter. You stand proudly over cogs and springs from the minions you've slain in this fenced arena at the top of the clock tower. Suddenly, the madman your group has been hunting for some time comes crashing down and splattering against the floor. 
Above you, Elmon calls out proudly, I got him! As you look down at the dead man, Olgrim, you don't see evil or chaos in his eyes, but rather the fearful look of an ordinary man caught up in something he did not understand. And then you see it. A gray metal spiral around his wrist. You've worked so hard to find this artifact, and there it is. Such a simple thing. A reward you certainly deserve after everything you've given to find it. You pull it from the dead man's wrist and feel it vibrate with a power that lightly shakes in your hand. You've struggled with magic in your past, not trusting, almost fearing it, but this, this power, it feels different. Olgrim, you place the gray ascent around your own wrist and a wave of strength and familiarity wash over you. You hear Avius call out from below, Puck, he's dying! But you cannot be bothered with his old foolishness. Everything you've done in your training, the years you spent as a mercenary, and the time you've wasted with these simple adventurers has been to bring you here, to this very moment. You raise your right wrist toward your face, and a gray light shines across your smile. Elmon calls from the balcony above, Olgrim, what did you do? You look at the elf and finally see him for who he truly is. A tool that's gotten in your way too many times. A weight pulling you away from your destiny. Puck lies unconscious on the level below, his head in Avius's lap. Elmond is on a balcony in the top room looking down at Olgrim, and the entire clock tower shakes with each footstep of the huge metal spider crunching down the side of the structure. Olgrim, you must fight it. Resist. You hate magic. Remember that. At long last, I found it. <sighs> this is my treasure. How many hit points does Olgrim have? Enough. <laughs> uh, 52. Okay. What, what's going on up there? Uh, we need uh, Puck. Uh, all he's... is just as it should be, Avius. We're all well up here. Well, come come help, Puck. Is... Yes. Things are I not think, well. I think I will. And Olgrim will descend down the uh, ladder. All right, Olgrim, you head over to the hatch, uh, located in the top floor, and go down a ladder and arrive down in the, I think it was the bedroom of Sonora's area. Make sure to close the hatch. <coughs> the clatch oh, is <laughs> ominously closed <laughs> behind you. Uh, 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 where's Elmon? And what is all that racket still happening? He'll be right behind. Is the cage still lowered around everything, or did anything? Yeah, we're trapped. It's still, yeah, it's still... so it's a giant metal. It's like a 40-foot tall. It's like a 40 by 40 by 40 box, but it has no top. And it's slid down from to the top floor, down into the second floor underneath it, um, trapping you in here as well, yes. El Jespin, El Jespin. El Jespin. You do that? You say that right now? <laughs> damn straight, I do it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Elmon, you see Olgrim walk away. He's beneath you. He, he goes down the hatch, maybe even just looks at you briefly as he closes the hatch behind him. And then you say that name three times. And what was that name again for? Um, that was the person that we saved uh, from the Ivory Swords, the, the shapeshifter. Okay. Um, who said that if we say their name three times... You giving me an odd look. I mean, it was a boy, a girl, and an old lady. So, I assume it was a shapeshifter. Um, I just assume we have poor eyesight. Uh, I'm, I'm, 
I'm pretty sure it was a shapeshifter. And said that because we saved her, it, say her name three times, and she would help. Okay. As soon as you say it the third time, you look around, and in the night sky, in the giant crumbled opening where that used to be a giant clock piece, uh, <laughs> bricks are still falling. Maybe about 80 feet beyond an open space in the night sky, there's a little sparkle of magical energy you see briefly. And then you hold on tight as you feel the tower, uh, the whole clock tower shift awkwardly and a couple bricks come crumbling down from above. Avius, you're sitting on the ground in kind of a darkened bedroom with uh, I also start heading towards, sorry, I also start heading towards the, uh, is the, um, the trap door the only way? Yep. Okay. Were there any windows in the room that they're in now? No. Nope. That's in the room below? Okay, I start heading towards the trap door. Okay. Avis, you're in that little bedroom uh, just underneath the trap main trap area. Uh, and then Puck's head is in your lap, and then Olgrim comes down these stairs. There's been trouble up top. A large spider has been let loose. I wouldn't blame him, but I think... I think Elmon accidentally set him free. What? How? What, what happened? It's chaos. Chaos above. Well, What's on with Puck? Ah, he's been severely, severely injured. Uh, uh, he's he's not well. We we need to do something and get get him to uh, uh, Juman maybe the the church somebody who can can help him. I I tried and everything I did just uh, did the opposite. Uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, we'll have to get out of this place. How? Back up through the hatch, yes. Most likely. Avius, you see something. Olgrim's left arm is completely composed of ice. It's not frosted. It is just clear ice. It's locked in position. His shield is attached to it, also uh, iced up. And Olcrum just does not care whatsoever. It's, he's completely oblivious to it. Olcrum, Olcrum, what's, what's wrong with your arm? I'm kind of staring through the cage and kind of pacing back and forth by the cage. Okay. Kind of testing the the weight of the cage to see if it can be pried up. All right. What do you mean? Your, your arm is... It's like crystal or ice or glass. What what happened? Are you okay? I don't know. Uh, uh, Olgrim. Uh, look, look, at, look at me, Olgrim. <laughs> I look at you. And do I notice anything else about him at this oh, moment? Oh, you may make a perception roll, Olgrim. You may make a stealth roll. Which arm is the greatest scent on? It's on the right one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping left. That would make things a little easier. I sure would have. Nice. Why do you want to hurt him? He hasn't done anything to I you. I don't want to hurt him. Yeah, right. <laughs> that slashing motion? <laughs> That's a problem. It just moved How my How can arm. you have advantage? No advantage. It's disadvantage. I'm in armor, heavy armor. No, no, this is normal, just normal stealth. Oh. You're not sneaky sneaking. You're just trying to keep a hidden object. Uh, can I take the lowest of those two rolls? Nope. Though? Nope. Uh, hey, went up. Um, stealth 19. 19 stealth? Oh, shit. Uh, nine. Nine. All right. You do not see. I'm distracted by Puck's condition. You're you distracted by the iceberg <laughs> I'm wearing on my shoulder. Yeah. Puck, you start to regain semi-consciousness. 
You are on your back, uh, still, I'm guessing, in Avius's lap. Oh, yeah. And uh, you are incapable of taking any actions. Uh, you're, you're you're slightly aware of your surroundings. All you can do is just barely speak at this moment. Puck's head is turned slightly to the side, and my robe is slightly open, but... <laughs> Other than that, it's normal? Yeah. That sounds normal. <laughs> just the little details. <laughs> and they are little. <laughs> what, what happened? Where at, Where am I? Puck! Oh! Oh, I'm so glad to hear your voice. We should open this cage as soon as we can. Ooh. Is that is that Grim? Grim? Yes. My friend. It's good to see you guys. Where's the where's where's the elf? Where's Elmon? Olgrim, you can make a strength roll with disadvantage. Strength roll disadvantage. I need to not throw my dice away is what I need not do. Sorry, if you run out of twenties, you just have to roll twelves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just grab yours. We'll wrestle for it. Disadvantage, you say? Please. <laughs> you guys. Uh, four, <laughs> two of you. Said, uh, strength, uh, right? make, I'm sorry, make an athletics roll. Oh, athletics. Keep the roll. Keep the roll? But it's athletics. Uh, let's see. So that was a four. Uh, ten. Ten. All right. With one arm, impossibly even, you, Avius, see the... Uh, Olgrim, with one hand, lift up this massive cage with his right arm maybe six inches before it drops back down. Uh, Elmon, you see the same thing. You have jumped down on top of the uh, caged and fence area, then dropped down in the middle of it. You're making your way over towards the hatch, and you see the whole thing lift up just a couple inches. You think the trap's been released, but then it comes slamming back down again. I'm not sure how I feel about any of that just yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Uh, Olgrim, you, 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 you almost had it. I, I, f- I feel renewed, invigorated. I must try again. Yeah, yes, please. We, Perhaps you can help. Uh, how? Uh, what? <laughs> grab hold. Grab hold of what? The cage. Lift with me. <laughs> I, uh, You're stronger than you look. Grab the cage. Uh, but Puck, he, uh... Puck can grab too. <laughs> Olgrim! What? What? Oh, you're different. Well, I don't understand. I don't like being trapped in here. I'm. As soon as you say that, you hear the hatch above open up. Mm, I'm trying to do it stealthily. You it's may possible. hear the hatch above. <laughs> <laughs> you can make... It's going to be straight. It's not easy to do. Uh, straight stealth versus perception, Olgrim. Straight uh, perception. Sorry. Modified 20. Uh, not there. All right. Uh, then ignore what I said. You don't hear anything, and the hatch is opened surreptitiously. And I'm just trying to get a figure out what's going on down there. All right. So, like, you're poking your head. You're upside down, poking your head down yeah. into the room. You look, and you see Olgrim um, in some mild disagreement with Avius. And Puck is probably dead on the floor. <laughs> Awesome. What is the spider doing this whole time? Still climbing down. Yeah, still climbing. So you hear steps as it goes down. It's getting uh, quieter as it's getting further away, but you can still feel it's going down. And then you can also still hear uh, chunks of bricks uh, falling around as it's affecting the uh, construction of the clock tower. And Al Jespin has not joined us on scene just yet? Not quite yet. <laughs> <sighs> Olgrim uh, 
keeps uh, trying the cage. All right, Olgrim. Turns away from Avius and tries to heave the... I need another hand. This one's not working the way it should. Well, uh, Olgrim, your your other arm is, is has been changed. It's starting to drip a little, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means biologically, <laughs> but it is starting to drip. It's probably... Is... Is it... Is your arm ice? I want to say something like, put your tongue on it. <laughs> Maybe. And, uh, heave on the gate. Ah. Uh. <sighs> Maybe it needs to think for a second. Okay, as you do so, Elmon, you look up from your position, belly on the ground above, poking your head down through the hatch, and see a creature flying through the night sky, coming through the gaping opening in the side where the clock was. It is a serpent, maybe five feet in length, with colorful, bright, feathery wings that is flying in, its tail undulating behind it, that flies into the clock tower area of all this machinery and claws and automatons that are no longer functional. It's Falcor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) And it comes uh, swooping in and circling around, and it alights on the ground next to you. Do any of us down below hear all that? You don't hear. Okay. You don't hear any I'll of it. I'll stand up and quietly speak with uh, Al Jespin. Okay. Um. Thank you for coming to our call. Um. Our friend has been possessed by an object, the dwarf that saved you. Uh, it is on his wrist, and we need to be able to get it away from him and somehow safely contain the power of it because it. It possesses people uh, with its with its chaos power. He is just down there, pointing down. <laughs> you throw the servant down and close the hatch and stand oh. on it. <laughs> and go out through the window. <laughs> the creature says in a voice that has almost a lyrical, chimey Hoping sound. Hoping I've been to talking it. to Jess L. Justin this whole time. <laughs> Uh, the creature says, I will do what I can to lend aid. Are you wounded at all? Okay. Yeah. I'm at 24 hit points. It uh, moves around in a kind of a coily fashion with some uh, sparkles trailing off of it. I try not to cringe. And you are healed 10 points of damage. You feel your wounds uh, close up and you feel a little invigorated. And actually, the um, that chaos cloud is gone, right? Yep. I will also cast Cure Light Wounds on myself then as well, real quick. Okay. So I casually touch myself, as I've been <laughs> known to do. How much do you add? Uh, two. Two hit points. Ooh. Yeah. I rolled a one. Oh, That's fantastic. Awesome. Almost worthless. Al Jespin also circles around and casts another spell, and you feel blessed by its presence and magic, and you are affected by the bless spell. So you can add a D4 uh, to any attack roll or saving throw for the next minute. Okay. Uh, All right, back inside. And 
after that, I'm going to go open. I'm going to stealthily drop down into the room. Okay. Holgram, you're pulling with your good arm on the cage type thing. And Avius, what are you doing? I'm Davius is confused. He's right. still Mr. Mr. Wizard, what's that Puck. noise? Why is why is the building shaking? Um, I I don't exactly know, young Puck. Um, I, I don't know where Elmon is. I I heard there's a a, a a huge mechanical spider. Um, Ogrim has a a, a an ice arm. And what, Mr. Mr. Grimm? What's wrong? I uh, doesn't answer you. And he's acting very strangely. Elmon, you arrive at the bottom of the ladder perfectly silent. If they see me, I'm gonna like okay. like give a like a you, hush hush. Sort you of arrive thing. you arrive perfectly silent. The creature out Jespin uh spirals down with you as well. And then everyone's attentions immediately snap towards you, even Olgram's, as huge sections of brick come falling down and crashing down on the hatch, closing off that avenue. Oh, shit. As uh, a section of the rooftop comes crashing down. Some of the bricks in here uh, fall down, but not, most don't, but a bunch of dust comes raining down. So, uh, Query, um, in the limited time that I've had to deal with the Grey Ascent as an object, um, both on uh, Sonor and then watching uh, Olgrim put it on, did I see a clasp, a hasp, like 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 anything to like attach it? Nope. How it attaches, how it could be removed. You elastic. saw Olgrim grab it, and it was it's like a a four a three to four um, turned spring that gets a little tighter. He just puts on his okay, so um, and probably you did the, notice that it got a little tighter when he put it on. Okay, so just removing the arms probably going to be the only way to go. That's <laughs> <laughs> Kid. Well, you don't I seem kid. to be bothered by your other arm being <laughs> useless. That's that's my in-character concern. My character concern is like, I only have so many limbs. <laughs> You're already down one, so. I'm down two. Two, really? Yeah, okay. So, big boom. Everyone looks and sees dust and some bricks fall down and Elmon. Looks a little sheepish. Standing at the bottom <laughs> of the ladder and then this bizarre, colorful, winged, five-foot serpent slowly flying above his head around the ladder. <laughs> Avius screams out. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, Elmon's response is he's wearing the gray ascent. He's not himself. We have to get it off of him. Who? Who? Olgrim. Uh, what? <laughs> and I will begin to approach Olgrim in a friendly manner. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like that. What's happening, Mr. Grimm? <laughs> what's what's happening? What's happening with you? The building's coming apart. Am am I passing by Puck while doing this? Absolutely. I will briefly uh, lean down, touch him on his chest, and cast a level two cure light wounds, healing for twelve points of damage. Showing him up as well as you heal him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he dies inside, but he's alive. Thank you, Elf. Puck, you have find uh, movement again in the strength to bend your knees, to prop up on your hands, and now you're in a sitting position. And then continue to approach Olgrim. Olgrim, he's walking toward you. Smiling like a friendly elf that I am. Make a deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ogre, make an insight roll. Making an insight roll. That is a weird die. Ooh. With my insight? I think that's a three? Four? <laughs> oh. Wow. You guys are both sh- bullshitters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's coming towards you. You're not sure what his game is. He doesn't uh, look threatening, I'm, but you're not sure. I'm um, uh, trying to open the cage. Yep, you keep... Okay, so you turn your back to him and continue yep. to just pull on the thing. Yep. Okay, Elmon. So I'm going to walk up, uh, stand just to stand on Olgrim's right-hand side and give him a little nod and kind of, like, uh, heft up to the cage here and uh, you kind of reach down, like, just a couple inches away from him and kind of act like I'm helping with the cage and... Uh, good, good! Mm, and, uh... Lift invest- four! Yep, mm-hmm, doing all that. And... Uh, <laughs> And I will uh, be looking at the gray ascent, trying to figure out how to remove it from his arm. Okay. Um, without, while he retains the arm. Make a perception roll. Uh, that is going to be a 23. All right. You get a good look at the gray ascent as it's covered by the sleeve of his armor or cloak a little bit. As he moves, you can see it briefly. You see no means to get it off. Uh, but you do see a compelling reason why you might want to have it. Make a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> if you need an avius to help get something off. Uh, well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're, uh, 18, 19, 20, 20, 22, 23. A 23? Yes. You feel a draw towards this, but you're... Your elven innate nature of resisting charm and the allure of it, you see that it is uh, just uh, a magical effect that is not real and you shrug off those sensations, but you can totally feel the the draw of it and the, how it would affect others. What is our lovely uh, serpentine creature doing at this point? It is circling around the ladder. <laughs> Not doing anything much, just slowly hovering around the ladder in open space. Avius says to the serpent, Who? What? Who are, where'd you come from? What? It flies right up to you, its face near yours, like a water tentacle from the abyss, and speaks, <laughs> I am Al Jespin. <gasps> oh, uh, uh, who called? Uh, did Elmon call you? I was called by the elf, and I responded as you aided me. What? Can you help us? I, we, we need to get out of here. And and young Puck here is 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 not well. And something's wrong with El- uh, with Olgrim's arm. And I, uh, do you have a cracker? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard the yes. We need to get out of here. So Olgrim will respond to that. Okay. Uh, yes, we need to get out of here. Take us out of here. Ogram, you may make a strength roll disadvantaged again. I'm pushing down by this point. (laughs) (laughs) Strength disadvantage. Yes. Uh, Not going to be there. It's going to be a five, I think. Five minus, we'll say the D4 from Elmon's (laughs) Blessing. (laughs) You pull, you cannot get any movement, and you should not. This thing is incredibly strong and heavy. Um... Are you wounded at all, Avius? Uh, slightly. Three. He's at, yeah, 39. All right. The creature uh, overheals you Excellent. and casts uh, magic that feel, fills you with warmth 
and you are also blessed. Nice. Oh, yes, thank you very much. Uh, I'll just... Uh, oh, could you... Can you can you do something for little Puck? Here. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm out of spells. No. <laughs> <laughs> All I had is two, two cure wounds. It says, of course. And comes flying over towards Puck. Uh, six total. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Puck's gonna stand up, uh, and cast, uh, like, cure, cure wounds on himself. To, uh, for 14. Alright, that's a significant Ooh. heal. Um, and actually, Elmon at this point will be like, keep at it, Ogrim. Uh, it's, you, you almost got it, and we'll circle back to the group. All right. As you do so, I'll just bend the serpent uh, passes you by and flies over towards Olgrim. You find yourself as you're struggling, Olgrim, to get this uh, stupid trapped cage thing out from this and trying to get it up. Uh, you find yourself facing this odd serpent with colorful feathery wings, and it flies up to you. And it says, thank you for rescuing me earlier. I am in your debt and I shall pay that debt. And it casts a healing spell and blessing upon you, Olgrim. Of three. I don't know how smart your old Jespin friend is. I don't know either. Of three wounds and you are blessed for the next minute. Uh, And Elmon, your blessing's about halfway done. You wish to help me? I need to leave. Get me out of this cage. I'm gonna pull a little powwow aside with uh, uh, with uh, um, it was Avius and Puck, and be like, and tell them uh, he's wearing the gray scent. It's on his right arm. He's possessed by it. I called her because I think she's our best chance to get it off of him, but I'm second guessing that. Um, unless somebody has a better idea. Let me, let me talk to him. If that fails, I'm just gonna. No, we try and take it by force. <clears throat> we have a connection, Grim and I. Ah, good luck. I want to go over to kills Olgrim. <laughs> uh, on his uh, his left side. <clears throat> okay. Away from the Gray Ascent, and kind of tug on his uh, sleeve as as I as I get there. My Olgrim, piece of, my piece of ice. You see, uh, little Puck pulling on your sleeves like some small beggar boy with big quivering eyes. Mr. Mr. Ooh, Grimm, you're well. I'm I'm all, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Good. Grab some of this fence. Hold on. What? Hold on. Hold on. Look at your arm. Look at look at both of your arms. This one's all ice. You need to set down. We need to fix this. You have a crazy look in your eyes. <laughs> it's a small price to pay. What? Puck. No. What'd you What'd you do? What'd you put on? Why Why did you put that on your arm? This is chaos. This arm is chaos. What's what we're fighting against, though? That's what we've been fighting against this whole time. Hey, but this, this is knowledge. And he shows the, the spiral of the gray ascent. Do you really want that kind of knowledge? Yes. Puck, your eyes fall upon the gray ascent, and you sense an, um, a massive amount of power behind it that concerns you, but also <coughs> entices you. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. God. Uh, eight. A total of eight. A total of eight. All right. 
and you feel betrayed that Olgrim, of all people, would keep this from you, and how dare he? <laughs> you have sacrificed far more than he ever has, and you know right then and there that this belongs to you, and you will stop at nothing to have it. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I see that glint in your eyes, Buck. Yeah. I'm you gonna know what a this healing is. potion. <laughs> healing up. I want I want that. Why do you have it? Came to me. It's mine. And I will leave here with it. I don't I don't think you should. And who's gonna stop me? Question. <laughs> Sidebar. <clears throat> How many times can I heal Puck? <laughs> well, the the yellow runes that I have. Yes. Are uh, I would like to know is that can I use one of those on? Uh, are they limited to one creature, or can I use it on an area? Of no, it's creatures? a it's a single target. Okay. Those are the ones you got from the uh, chief, right? Yep. Yep. Single target. <laughs> that was my response. Uh, maybe, what, what's Al Jespin doing? Uh, Al Jespin uh, is uh, circling around this cage slowly, going from wall to wall, trying to find a um, a way to lift it and then easily goes in and out of the slats <laughs> as well. Uh, Puck, you think with some squirming, you could also get there. They're big, wide slats. Holgrim, your legs and lower torso could fit through the slats, but your broad shoulders just won't. Whoa, maybe if you made some shoulder adjustments, permanent shoulder adjustments, you could That's get interesting. through. That's interesting. I, um, I give... I'll just been sort of like a shrug, like like WTF, mate. And then um, I'm gonna make sure my uh, short sword is uh, um, like like loose in the scabbard. Okay. And go back up to uh, Olgrim and say, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and get out of here and lean down and hold up against the the cage as if I'm getting ready to pull. And you get- say that, but he right now is toe to toe with Puck, <clears throat> staring at each other, glaring at each other. Oh. Uh, in the back of uh, Olgrim's mind, he would like to know what force would be needed to make the adjustment. Um, just a, f- a brief physical effort on your part, slamming it into something, and then just trying to pry my way through. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It would take uh, just a little, maybe a total of two or three rounds of time. You can do that. And try and get it off of him. So Olgrim, you're staring right at Puck. Puck, I'm you're staring sad. right at I, him. I put down, I put down the gauntlet, so to speak. Here, here, here. Let's take it easy. And I reach out and grab Olgrim by his right shoulder. I now attack him. <laughs> you're attacking Elma. Yep. yep. How are you attacking Elma? I slashing him with my sword arm. All right. So let's roll initiative, and for the first time, I'm not bringing up enemies on my little combat tracker. It's a little bizarre. I, uh, good luck with initiative, everybody. Here we go. Uh, Olgrim, you're first. 
All right. Your sword comes out in a flash, the gray ascent visible on your wrist as you raise up your sword and you bring it down upon Elmon, correct? Correct. Okay. Does the bless attack affect attack rolls as well? Oh, yes. All right. That is that. That is that. And that. We've been here before. We've been here before. (laughs) That is a critical fail. Oh! You bring up your sword, but it gets caught in the uh, the weird fence slatted section for a moment, and you cannot get your attack f- through. And, and Elmon immediately... Can I move to my second action? It's your second attack? My second attack. No, you can waste it by getting your sword free. Then and I will sp- spend it to get my sword free. All right, you get your sword free, and you were not at uh, giving up any advantage to him then. Then I would also then like to... Surge. Action surge for an different additional attack action, which is two more attacks. Uh-huh. Not too much better, actually. Uh, let's see. That is... Oh, that's eight. And then I've got... Fourteen. Swing and a miss. What's your armor class? Swing and a miss. Fifteen. And if I get my shield out, it'll be sixteen. Oh. And... Yeah, not doing it. And a swing and a miss. You swing, you miss. Elmon was totally ready for it. You swing and you miss. Puck, you see this going on as well uh, as there's some sort of power struggle for what really should be Correction, I'm sorry. The last one, you said 15. I had 14. That would have hit because my sword of revenge would have charged one. Oh. Okay. That's a hit. So that'll make contact. I'll go ahead and roll this separately. Oops, that's just that die. So it's going to be... I'm at 40 right now, by the way. That'll be seven... With the sword's extra damage? Uh, it's eight. Eight points. All right. Avius, you look in horror as you see Olgrim slice multiple times at Elmon and finally draw blood on his friend. I... And before you continue, I'm terribly sorry. Yes? Since I made contact and I'm going all out, uh, it's a distracting maneuver. I'm adding this to the damage. Okay. That's when you're battle master. Four more points. And your attacks are in disadvantaged for the next round. So you see this? I see this, and I pull one of two yellow runes out of one of my pockets in my robe. Okay. And um, I throw it at um, at Elgrim and say, Stop this nonsense! And, yeah, cast, cast the rune at Elgrim. All right. You hold the yellow rune in your hand and you feel the power come out of it and it turns into a gray, uh, uh, uncolored, unruined stone, just a normal stone. But the magic then blasts out from your hand this kind of yellowish uh, multiple streaks that attack your head, Olgrim, and start to swirl around it and you Ah. feel yourself... uh, becoming tight and losing control of your own body, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Is this against any particular type of uh, effect? Uh, Paralyzation. Okay. 
<laughs> critical fail. Yes! Critical fail. And you feel yourself lock up, and you are paralyzed for the time being. All right. And Puck, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to go straight for the Great Ascent and try to get it off his arm. All right, so you're leaping up and grabbing onto his sword arm and pulling at the Great Ascent. Uh-huh. All right, make... Just like a feral little animal. <laughs> Just like... Oh, no, mine! Uh, he is paralyzed, I... so go ahead and make a strength roll with advantage. I've... I've... I've moved that direction as well. Uh, huh. uh, ten. Uh, excuse me, nine. Nine. You're pulling, but it's you're not the strongest, and it's it is moving, but it hasn't come loose. Did I notice the crazed look in Puck's eye? You can make a inside roll. Fourteen. <clears throat> uh, you do. Okay. He is not acting normal either. Okay. And Elmon, you are last in the round. I will. With my bonus action, I hope. <laughs> Jerk Puck off and away. No, no! As far away as possible from... Uh, that would take an action. Uh, uh, <laughs> choices. How do I get a hold of the Gray Ascent? Can I just... Well, first you turned into a feral little goblin. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, just ignoring Puck then and just... I don't know if I have to shoulder him out of the way or what but I'm going to try and take the Grey Ascent from um, Olgrim. Okay. And risking getting bitten by a goblin, I guess. All right. You reach over and you grab as this feral goblin's just going, just trying to pull. You can make a strength roll with advantage as uh, Olgrim is paralyzed and not able to do much to prevent it. Oh, my God. Five. Five. You pull and pull, but it's not coming (laughs) loose. Are you blessed? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. It won't matter. That's yeah, no, it's okay. still under a 10 regardless. Olgrim, you find yourself completely locked in. You can see what's going on, and <laughs> everyone's focused on, yeah! on your valuable prize. Uh, you feel it growing in power and warmth around your wrist, this gray ascent. Okay. You may make a saving throw. Um, this will also be wisdom. You are now at a permanent plus two to all saving throws emanating from the power of the Grey Ascent. What? Okay. And so you get this first paralyzation. One, two, eight, and eight. Eight. Nope. The no magic holds you. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> holds you tight. You cannot get free. Avius, you are close. You're maybe eight feet away from the group, and it is a freaking bizarre little bundle of <laughs> fighting. There's like a little tornado of cartoon fighting going on there. Fireball. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone hold still. It could be yours. <laughs> Let God sort them out. <laughs> um. So, Puck has been. T- Tossed aside? No. no. He was not. I'm still just like... He's upside ah. down, hanging from Olgrim's arm, like biting on the Grey Ascent, trying to pull it off with his teeth, slapping away an elven wrist. Um, do I, And I've probably perceived that Puck has also been vexed. Yes, you have. I'm okay. going to give you automatic perception of that and also automatic perception of the Grey Ascent and the power mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. calls to you. Okay. You better okay. not fail. Wisdom. I, I, I don't <laughs> think I can take all three of you. First wisdom. 22. Oh. 
you you laugh at the silly power. I do. You're like, well, this, those people are so weak-willed. Um, Shrug it off. I... I, uh, Elvon, I'm... I'm going to take it uh, and put it in my bag where it's safe. So I am trying to get... <laughs> you are also grabbing <laughs> off. Not in a greedy way, but in a in a way where, you know, like, I know how to handle crazed raccoons. I'm, <laughs> so you feel comfortable with Puck? I'm, <laughs> I'm the pest control. All right. Uh, you need to make a strength roll with advantage. Everyone so far has completely bungled this. With advantage? Strength, yeah? Yeah. That's my forte. <laughs> Nine, four, three, minus one is 12. With a heave and a heave, you are able to pry the gray ascent off of his hand and uh, also disarm Olgrim because it's on your sword arm. Sword, sword arm. comes off, the uh, gray ascent comes off. You have to get some leverage with his other arm. Your hand's getting all slippery in the liquidy arm that's going. And then just as you pull it off, uh, you are now in a tug of war with a small goblin hand. I'm going to snatch the goblin. Uh, Hold on. A small (laughs) goblin hand. Uh, Puck, make a strength roll versus Avia's strength (laughs) roll. Do I make another or using that Uh, one? A whole new strength roll. Okay. Not advantaged. (laughs) Panicked roll. Did that? Nah. That doesn't count. All right. Oh, we got oh, me. Damn. 12. 12 versus what? Uh, 14. All right. And you were able to snatch the gray ascent from both of them? Let go! No, Let wizard! Let give me that! Huck! No, it's mine! Settle down! Now, can I can I grab now? It's no. Puck's turn. I, uh... It's Puck's turn. I don't have it in my satchel no, yet. No, you just pull it, pull it. You finally got it free, okay. and Puck, what would you like to do? You're, you're still hanging from... Uh, Olgrim's arm, and you are currently totally defeated by Avius, who's holding it above Avius his head. Avius is doing the Statue of Liberty play <laughs> with, <laughs> with the gray ascent up so above Puck's his head. So Puck's gonna, like, try to jump off, like, use Olgrim as leverage and All right, jump. So, no, no! <laughs> so Olgrim's locked in position with his arm outstretched. Puck, you swing around on top of his arm, stand on his arm, run across boldly in slow yeah. motion, leap off of his arm at the gray ascent uh-huh. up in the air. Sounds good to me. You go flying through the air. Make an acrobatics roll, please. Cage match. 11. 11. And uh, Avius, make a dexterity roll, please. Okay. Um, five. Five. But I'm going to react. Actually, you would get a d4 on top of that, but... It won't matter. Yeah, it won't yeah. matter. Uh, what reaction are you talking about? Falling breeze. He's not falling. He's leaping this way. That's okay. He's still in the air, yeah? No, it won't It won't slow him down oh, that way. Hey. Good idea. Uh, Pac, you leap through the air, and uh, you beat him, right? Yeah. So, 
Avius, you ripped it from his hand, you've got it over your head, and then boom, like some rabid raccoon, you've got this goblin now above your head, clawing at your hair with his uh, feet, and he's got a hold of it as as well. Okay. It is a new round. Olgrim, you see... Meanwhile, a spider I'm sorry, Avius. Uh, Elmon, 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 I skipped you entirely. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so... Kind of important. <laughs> Puck, as he's holding, like, onto Avius's arm... Uh, I will reach around, grab both of Puck's arms, and just basically drop him down to his side and like like pull him back in a way, um, kind of kind of getting him into a getting. Him into oh a, no, you don't! <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't! Oh, it's already planned. Uh, yeah, I already know it's coming, but uh, I'm gonna wait for that to happen before I. All right, so you're reaching up, you're grabbing onto Puck's hands. Make a strength versus strength. And I'm roll. actually going to go ahead and, if I can, toss him well, away. First, first you got to try and yes. pry him loose. Strength versus strength. Puck is tenacious. Uh, critical failure. Likewise. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> oh. roll. Wow. What happens? All right. They collapse into each other. So here. <laughs> How do you handle this? <laughs> Here is the, that has never happened before. Here's the result of the critical failure for Elmon. The critical failure is you fall back as you try and pull Puck free. His arm comes loose, but you fall back and you fall back into Olgrim and shake him enough that he breaks free of the paralysis. Okay. For Puck, your critical failure is you succeed and now have the gray ascent around your wrist. No, that's not a failure that for Puck. That is going to be a big critical failure for Puck. Puck, you now have this around your wrist. You feel this warmth and comfort about it, and it feels right at home. Your driving goal now is to get away from these idiots that are completely in your way. And uh, that's your current mission. What's Al Jespin been doing? Al Jespin is darting between the fence and doesn't know what the hell to do. Uh, Olgram, you're up. You're free to act. Uh, Olgram is still you're impressed free to by act. this. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And, okay. This is yours. Uh, trying to find out who took it. You can see Puck has it. Puck is on. <laughs> Puck is on top of Avius's shoulders, All right. holding it up high when in triumph. I am moving towards uh, picking Gollum-esque. up my weapon and attacking. Say it again. I am moving uh, towards picking up my weapon okay. and attacking. Okay. Olgrim, no. All right. You've picked up your sword as a simple bonus action. You move close and you're attacking. Are you attacking Puck or his mount? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Puck. Okay. <laughs> Whoever has the greatest head. That would be Puck. All right. Make a striking motion. And as you do this, you can get a sense of how bizarre this is yourself as you are swinging at Puck, who you've known for quite some Don't time. Don't do it, dwarf. Do I get any sort of opportunity attack as he comes? Not unless he moves away. All right. Attack comes. I mean, we're going to have to just fight. <laughs> Maybe not. I've been rolling terribly. Uh, that is uh, You're too crazed. Uh, oh, and that sixteen. That's a hit. How much damage? That is nine points of damage. The wounded puck is wounded more. Oh, Grum, what are you doing? He hits once and he strikes again, right? Getting my 
property back. It's not yours. It's mine. Both of you, stop. And he goes into a battle stance and uh, does a distracting strike upon him, adding six more points of damage. Oh, brutal hit to Puck. And then a second attack. Is, we'll just do that. Uh, that is 10, 14. 14? Jesus. Oh, that is a hit. And understand, uh, Puck has two death saving mm-hmm. throws. So we carry them over from unconscious state, unlike the official rules, they carry over. So until a long rest happens. So if Puck, you go to zero again, uh, yep. you are, uh, you're fine if you go to zero, then you get to roll. Yeah. So that that actually might help you a little bit. All right, how much damage? Uh, 10. Jesus Christ. Huge hit. I got seven left. Puck has seven HP left. Brutal double swipes. Avius, this is happening right in front of your face. There's goblin blood dripping down your uh, shoulders and <sighs> hair. What would you like to do, wizard? Um, not what I thought I had. Oh, thank you. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hurt my friends, but um, it's easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just oh Christ! I'm gonna do elemental orb. Okay, what kind of element? Thunder. You put your hands together and a sonic warbling starts to happen, a little rumbling in your hand. And who are you going to toss it at? Um, Olgrim. Olgrim. It says make a ranged attack, is that correct? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's ranged. You will be at disadvantage to do that as you have someone in uh, melee combat. It's someone on my shoulders. Yeah. Um... Oh, does that count? Oh. Roll it again. Um, a 13. 13 versus your armor class. Oh, wait, am I still blessed? So 16, barely. Um, and it's going to be, I'm going to cast it. I'll just do a three. I tone it down so you don't evaporate me instantly. It's going to be 11, 14. What was the, what's the level of that spell? A one. A one? Then it has to be a one. You have to call that out in advance. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, sorry. Otherwise, you could oh. just, if you miss, oh, I just did it as a level one. Oh. So roll one die. Poop. One. One <laughs> huge point of a popping sound hits you, Olgrim, and you take a little bit of damage. It's like Oh, Avius Ghost takes a nap. Avius, anything else you want to do? You have a bonus or a move? I don't have any bonus And no one's striking at you because you could just move. Yeah, I'll I'll just back up. All right. You back away and are against the, uh, just a couple steps, all the way to the other side of the, of this Mm. fence scenario. It's not that. Where's, uh, where's Elmon? Elmon is behind everybody drawing his bow. He's sick of everybody's shit at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I move towards Elmon. Say, help me. Okay. Puck. I'm going to jump down off of Avius. 
Um, and then I'm gonna move to slide through the bars. Okay. And get away, get out of here, because uh, I know I'm over overmatched. All right, you jump off of Avius and run and leap between the bars. Uh, what you had asked for earlier, Avius, is is possible. You can make an opportunity melee attack right now. Wait, that three D is for level one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So. 14. 14. Do 14 instead of one points of damage, Holgrim. Okay. Uh, anyways, Avius, you you, you can make an opportunity attack against oh, Puck if you want with a melee. Uh, sure. Okay. I'll take my uh, staff. My mining well, can I, can I, I can use my nimble escape. Yes, you can. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, yeah. I didn't pipe up and totally yeah. do that. All right. All right. He, uh, that's a bonus action? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. All right. You bonus action. You nimbly well, get away. I'm still next to him. Do I get my... Uh, Opportunity no, attack. no, uh, I don't think so. What's a nimble escape read? Is it against a single target? Uh, disengage or hide action, then you're fine. Yeah, you cannot get it, Ogre. It's not against a single person, oh, not like okay. your that ability is. that lets you do it to All someone right. else. Buck, you get away and you dive through the um. Slatted fencing, make an acrobatics roll, and if you get a 14 or higher, you are through with ease. 14. Oh! Sweet. That works very well with my plan. All right. And Puck, you dove through, you land unheroically and crash on the ground, but you are on the other side. And Elmon, you so I still got an, is that, I still get an action? You have an action. So I'm gonna do cure wounds on myself. Oh, okay. Huge. Oh, well, buddy. <laughs> uh, to nine to bring me up to sixteen. Say that again. He's hidden. No, 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 no. no. I'm just on the other side the other of the bars. Avius um, yells, "I'll just been uh, stop that goblin." The snake serpent thing starts moving quickly across the room towards Puck. Avius, what are you doing? Uh, Sorry, Elmon. Dang it! It's my first. Um. I guess drawing my bow would have to be my bonus action at this point. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I said you were standing there with your... Well... That was his intention. Yeah, that's... Avius was wondering what Elmon was doing, and I said, I'm drawing my bow. That's basically... Okay, so how far past the slats is Puck? Can I wait a couple seconds until he's a little bit further away? Do you want to delay your action? I mean, I don't want to, like, fully delay it. I just want him to be about 10 feet away. Okay. Sure. I assume, Puck, you're getting the heck out of there, you said. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, he starts moving away. Because I don't want anybody to be able to reach through and grab the gray ascent. Okay. Because, unfortunately, I'm I'm, I'm going to try and put you down oh, right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Uh, I, feeling what Sonor had said before... Now hitting home, I say I'm so sorry as an arrow thrums out. Elma, no! At, at Puck. Don't do it! Uh, yeah, that's definitely gonna be a hit with a 28. How much damage? Um, he is definitely wounded, so you get your bonus. 10. What does that bring you down to? Uh, I'm at six. Six? And, but Elmon has a second shot. And the second arrow is eight, uh, nine plus nine, 18. That's a hit. Four points of damage. No, I'm sorry. Eight. 
Shit. <laughs> I'm down. Are goblins your favorite enemy? <laughs> no. Puck, you have been Sorry. knocked unconscious. You are the current owner of the Great Ascent. You have been knocked unconscious. It does not care, honestly, whether you live or die. And you drop unconscious for like the second or third time today. And uh, that is not good for your situation. No, no, it is not. However, I I didn't kill you. We are back at the start of the round, and Olgrim, you see the goblin has gotten away with your prize, leapt through, and then just been peppered with arrows, and is about 10, 11 feet on the other side of the fence. Okay. Uh, I need to make my way through the gate as best I can. Okay. Uh, how are you doing that? Uh, actually, I have a move, right? I'm sorry. Sure. So, am I able to get through that those bars? I mean, I mean, if Olgrim can almost squeeze through, you can, you can, you can try. It'll take some time. It's that, just a little awkward. I will be also trying as hard as I can to get through there. If I have to dislocate shit to do it, I will. Oh, okay. You can make an acrobatics roll with disadvantage. Well, if Elmine can do it. Uh, 15, 19. 19. Yes. You have gotten through the fence. You wiggle your way, you dislocate, and you take 2d10 points of damage in doing so. You shall roll that. I'll let you roll it. You did it to yourself. <laughs> Eight. So I'm down to 20. You scrape and hurt and bang up your body big time, but get through the slats like recklessly quick. Yeah, and then get to puck. You're on your way there now. Olgrim, you said you were doing something. Yes, I'm trying to get through the fencing. Okay, how are you doing that? I said it was too big for you. Uh, I have to uh, suffer a little bit of injury to make that happen, so I will try to shear off some of this ice that okay. is on my arm. Ideally, I will start with the shield shape first. <laughs> okay. You slam your left arm. And this is going with, ah, no, no, just this kind of feral now, All right. dwarven fierceness to it. You race over, you slam your left arm shield into the fencing, and the shield comes off along with your left wrist of ice. All that's ice. Just goes, the shield shatters, your wrist clatters to the ground uh, with the band, the ice band still around it. And you can try to uh, go on through now, or you can, uh, which will be a little harder, or you can continue to damage yourself to make the rule easier. It's up to you. Um, say it again? Sure. You can attempt to start wiggling your way through now, but it will be challenging, or you can do additional damage to your ice arm to remove it entirely. Oh, I see what you're saying. To increase your odds of getting through. Uh, No, I'll try to wriggle through at the greater difficulty. Okay. Uh, Then make an acrobatics roll uh, disadvantage, just like, Mm -hmm. and you'll still have the blessing. All right. Elman, your blessing has gone away. Okay. Uh, a 10. 10 total? Oh, uh, sorry. And my acrobatics, which I believe is substantial. 16. Really? Wow. Yeah. I never knew that about all of them. <laughs> oh, no. It's uh, not acrobatics. Athletics, right? No, it's acrobatics. Acrobatics? So 10. 
Athletics he's really good at, but acrobatics is next. All right, stuff. you have gotten halfway through the fence. You smash off that shield and your wrist, you start wiggling through and you're pushing and banging and hurting yourself getting through. You have also dealt yourself 2d10 points of damage. All right. Who's next? Next up, God, each one is so crazy. Six points. Is Avius Katorum. Everything's moving through the fence like a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> so goes Avius. Okay. Yeah. Um, do I roll? Okay. Same thing. Acrobat. You will get through. Just acrobatics speeds it up. So acrobatics. Um, disadvantage. Acrobatics disadvantage can get you through it in one turn. Okay. I, I'm. I'm coming. Um, 13, 14, 15, and then what's the modifier? Acrobatic skill. Well, 17. 17. The old wizard dives through. Unfortunately, your robe gets caught and does not follow you through, but you make That's it. That's okay. <laughs> but you make you know, it. an advantage for everything. <laughs> you show your true nature, and uh, <laughs> you arrive on the other side and uh, can make your way towards uh, Puck as well. Um, that was just a move, right? That was a move. You have an action, which uh, can also be a move. And or... Puck, can you stabilize Puck? Uh, You're still about eight, ten feet away from Puck. Yeah, then I cannot. Okay. Um, I, I have to ask. No, I don't. I'm gonna shut up. I. It's bad enough. It's, it's, I take. Uh, do I do this? I do this. About opportunity. Mm-hmm. I take my second opportunity. Yellow rune. Um, keep him on mm-hmm. shut. And once again, hold it in my fist and let the energy drain from it, and then uh, throw my throw my arm towards Olgram. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As uh, as I paralyze Olgram again. Paralyzing yeah. yellow I'm, magic. I'm so sorry, Olgram, but so sorry. <laughs> we're all so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chorus of I'm so sorry because everyone's hacking each other to bits. The police show up are like, like, what the hell? Am I still under a blessing or no? You are still under the effects of a blessing. You do not get the gray ascents plus two saving throw bonus. Okay. Uh, straight, disadvantage, advantage. Straight. Straight. Wisdom. Uh, no. Okay. For the second time, <laughs> Olgram has been paralyzed. And Good show, Avius. Yeah, and I'm sorry, you made it. No, he was halfway, halfway through. through. Yeah, halfway through. so you're just now stuck in this tight position, halfway through this fencing slat. You're doing planking at this point, <laughs> pretty much. All right, Avis, you're done. Um, yeah, I don't have any more. I don't have bonus actions, so. Okay. It. Mm, no. Okay. Okay. The creature Al Jespin no longer attacks or engages the goblin per your request because it sees the goblin is no longer a factor, which brings us to the goblin Puck. Puck, you are unconscious and you are uh, bleeding out due to multiple arrow wounds. Sorry. You I'm need so to sorry. make a. <laughs> don't roll yet. You need to make a death saving throw. You already have two uh, against you. Uh, if you fail this roll, uh, you are no more and are dead. And the roll is not modified by anything. It is a straight roll. You just need to roll a 10 or higher, and you are fine. Is he blessed? 18. Whoa. 
<laughs> you have one positive check. You need three of those before you're stable. <laughs> can I help stabilize him? Um, it is your turn. You can spend your move to get over to him. Yes. And can stabilize him with a medicine roll. Ten yes. or higher. <laughs> Don't forget that D4. No, it's my blessing. No, he's not blessed. Because I was the first one to get blessed. Um, Mangothian be with you. And just about to get religious. Um, <laughs> Jesus, 10 or higher, right? Yep, with medicine. 18. Okay. You uh, rip off a quick uh, section from your own robe and wrap it, and pull, you pull out your own arrows. You'll ignore and mastercraft it. You pull out your own arrows and then wrap them up real fast and stabilize Puck. Puck, you are no longer making death saving throws. And Elmon, you are done. Okay. Does that bring him to one hit point or zero? Uh, zero, zero, zero. No longer making rolls. Good. That, which is why I did not cast Cure Light Wounds on him because I want him unconscious Good. still. I think Olgrim. Olgrim, you are up. You spend your turn completely stuck there, and you will yourself to try and move. Wiggle your big toe. Wiggle your big toe. (laughs) Wisdom saving. You need to make a wisdom saving throw. Is the blessing still active? Uh, Yes. Is a 15 good enough? That oh, wait, is... Oh, Yeah, 15. Yeah. That is good enough for this This rune had a 14. Yeah. Uh, that is good enough. <laughs> Your Get turn is done, okay. but you are huh? now free of go. that spell. Avius, you are outside. I think everyone's outside the fence yeah. except for half of Olgrim. Right. Right. He's not paralyzed, but he's still halfway in the and fence. And he is he's pissed off. He's still stuck in there, yeah. Yeah. What would you like to do? I'm going to pull the the bracer, the gray ascent off of Puck, Puck. again. All right. You reach over and you... Do uh, it. What's that? I do it. All right. You grab it. You pull it off with ease. Touching it, however, you sense a wave of power. It's fine. Flash across you and you feel a need to put it on yourself. Just tickle the back of your head. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. How many hit points does Avius have? Shit. <laughs> Avius is full health yeah, at 42. I rolled a critical fail. Oh! I went out of this uh. group. <laughs> wait a couple minutes. Yeah. I, knowing that I have no problem against this earlier, I nonchalantly pull it off, but it catches... Complete disrespect for the magic It catches my roll. eye for a moment, and... I just kind of, I just wonder what it might, what, what, what would it, what, what would it feel just like? It, it? Just uh, the tip. Just, the tip. it's so, there's so much power. Uh, uh, I, I can just try it on. It's fine. And, and I, I guess. Oh, I'll... oh, it slipped. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind, there's an old wizard wearing nothing but the gray ascent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. You don't know where I put it on, do you? <laughs> Is there any way I can catch him before he actually physically gets it on? Uh, you're right there. You can make a strength roll. Um, Avius, make a strength roll with advantage. <laughs> okay. Am I still blessed? You are still blessed. I got a 17. <coughs> you win. With a what? 
Uh, 12. Okay. Elmont, the last second, you grab on and are able to uh, keep him from putting it on, mm. but the two of you are now locked, pulling it back and forth. No one has complete ownership of it. This thing just will not end. El- Elmont, no, it's, it's okay. I, I'm, strong, I'm stronger than it is. <laughs> it's fine. I see the look in your eye. No, no, that's just glaucoma. We humans. <laughs> and three of you are incensed by this thing. And as you touch it, Elmon, you sense this <laughs> wave of power oh, wash over yeah. you. And that charming resilience isn't quite as strong as you thought. You need to make a wisdom saving throw, and I will give you advantage on it, but you're no longer blessed. Good luck. Advantage is pretty good. Uh, 18. You are able to resist the lure of this uh, chaotic artifact. Chaos is certainly successful so far. Puck, you are out. Elmon. Olgrim? Olgrim or Elmon? Elmon. Elmon. Okay, I will rip it out of um, Avius's hands. No! And then where is the closest exit? Well, that's another roll you're going to have to make. He does not want that to happen. Okay. Strength versus strength. Nine. I got a three. (laughs) (laughs) You just push the old man down and take his social security check. (laughs) And Wait, you have it I in your hands. Roll, I didn't roll my blessing. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> uh, where is the closest exit? Uh, there's a door that you guys came up. You can go run down. Move, move. All right. You are moving. I'm out. I'm leaving all these freaking chaos obsessed fools behind. You and mean I... your former companions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Olgram, a bunch you... of weak-willed fools at this point. Olgram, <laughs> you are now clear of the fence on the correct side of it. What would you like to do? Uh, I see him running. Yes. And put the gray scent on. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I see him running. Avius is there. Puck's on the ground. Am I out of the fence? You are out of the fence. I race up to Puck. Okay. You are standing over unconscious Puck, who's barely breathing. Stop where you are, Elman. And I draw my blade to Puck's neck. What? Oh, shit! Oh, I keep going. You're going to leave? Yep. Yep. Okay. I, I, there's nothing. I'm, there's El, three of Elman. you. And you all want me dead at this point, so. I just want the gray ascent. I'm, Give it I'm to not me. listening. I, I don't stop. Stop him, Avius. <laughs> Can Avius stop him? Uh, you guys uh, have an opportunity. Olgrim, you do anything about that, or are you good? Uh, well, I, I can't catch him. No, I'm, did, did you want threat. to kill Puck or not? He's completely at your mercy. Uh, if you can... he's, if he bolts, then yes. Okay. I will slash at Puck. All right. Jeez. Sorry, Puck. Uh, you do what you gotta do. So if I understand this correctly. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Hold yes. on. Hold on. If Avius does nothing, I will slash at Puck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So let me let me summarize because this is very important. Olgrim, you say uh, come back or I kill him. You've mm-hmm. got your sword right at the unconscious Pucks who's lying on the ground's throat. 
Elmon, you see that briefly and I never ignore even it. turned around. No, I you mean, just I'm, keep running. I'm, I'm just out. And as he's running for the stairs, just about to disappear, Avius, uh, do you want to do anything? How much under the the charm of the gray scent am I? Give Is it? Do I just want it, or do I want it at all costs? You want it at all costs, and these idiots do not deserve it by far. Oh, shit. It is yours. Well, then. (laughs) Elmon, don't move! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, He only has uh, 20 hit points. Oh, my God. I think Um, I know what you're going to (laughs) do. Here comes... Flaming Sphere! That's probably my best action before I got there. Okay. Or paralyze. I don't have any more of those. Oh. I used them all on you. Uh, Flaming Sphere. All right. I don't have to roll for it. it no. A large happens. sphere of flame appears. Where does it appear? Um, It appears right in, f- right. Right in, in front of... Right in front of where Elmon's running. He's heading towards the, the uh, 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 doorway that leads to stairs. It happens in the doorway. Okay. Or closer if it if it needs to be closer. No, that's a perfect spot for it. Boom! Okay. Fire appears. Olgrim, what is your action with sword blade at Goblin Throat? Uh, Avius did something, so I will start to move towards. Uh, uh, Elmon, Elmon. Elmon needs to do a deck save. Okay. Well, you didn't land it on me. You still. Yeah. So what's it read? If they start or end their turn, I think. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet. Yeah. Are you within five feet? Mm, he is now, but he it's okay. the start of his turn. You can also bounce it into people. Mm. As a bonus action, I can move it. You have as a bonus a, action. As a bonus action, I can move the sphere 30 feet, so I will move it into Elmon. Okay. Keep in mind, if you choose to do that, you will be unblocking the stairwell. So that you either use it as a weapon or use oh, it as a, as a as a possible barrier. The sphere is how big though? Twenty foot radius. Oh no, light. Okay, yeah, I'll just keep it in the doorway. Okay, then we are at Elmon. I lower my head, uh, cover cover my face as much as I can with the cloak. Okay. Charge straight through the flaming sphere and continue my move move. All right. <clears throat> Normally it says at the end of your round, but you will take the full blast with no dexterity roll. That's you take two d six points of fire damage. Maybe you want to roll that. Okay. <laughs> six. And that's ten. Ooh. Okay. Flaming Elf goes running through and down the dark stairs, trailing fire and smoke, and uh, running very quickly. Uh, Olgrim and uh, Avius, you guys may um, both make wisdom saving throws. Assuming the blessing... Is gone. Your blessing is gone. All blessings gone. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, as is thirteen. Okay, never mind. What would you two guys like to do? I'm assuming we're still charmed. Yep. I guess naked Avius is uh, 
moving the sphere and running after Elmo. Okay, the sphere's getting out of the way, and you're running down yep. the stairs. Okay. And Elgorm would be following. Okay. The sphere's moving down the stairs, but it only moves 30 feet, so... You move faster than the sphere, it'll be getting in your way. Uh, then it's out of the way. Okay. Not a problem with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You move the sphere out of the way, the two of you go running down the uh, steps, chasing after the fleet-footed Elmon, leaving the stable but barely alive Puck all to himself mm -hmm. with a weird serpentine thing circling around Jeez. it. If I could yell while I'm... Just been heel Puck! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Elmon, you're running like crazy, and boom, you're out into some strange workshop with pieces of automatons you destroyed earlier and this weird machine half-guy sitting inside of a desk-type thing, and you run past all of that, and then you're down another stairwell, and uh, running like crazy, you hear the uh, skitter of cogs and gears above you in that room, and you can hear they're giving chase. You run down stairs, 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 and now you're at the bottom of the clockwork tower. You race across that area past an elevator you guys never even took on the way up and race towards the side door. And as soon as you go out the side door, you finally hit clean air. You can, there's this moment of, okay, I've, I'm finally safe. And there's this giant metal eight legged construction just tearing apart this building shredding the uh the the roof of it pulling sections off people are screaming and running you hear off in the distance a guard tower bell ringing very loudly take a hard right turn and keep running okay <laughs> you are running like crazy time goes by it's been a minute or two and uh olgram and avius you guys uh come to your senses mostly you uh, both do not have a compelling drive to acquire uh, the Grey Ascent, but you still feel this lingering need, this loss, that it's gone. You know Elmon has taken it. You know it's probably a good idea that he's taken it, but you really wish he'd bring it back. But you've stopped your relentless Terminator pursuit of him. And you kind of look at each other. Wounded, your arm, the... Jeez, last section of your shape, arm buddy. is just dripping ice off and then you're standing in the street this giant spider's there and the two of you just looking at each other nonchalantly with this naked old man standing next to you <laughs> that's the spider's <laughs> just shut up Avius has a half boner <laughs> little chubby <laughs> just, in, just in case that's important <laughs> uh, uh, hey I really don't know what to do now. I... Ooh. Where's, where's Pac? What's... Oh my... What is that creature? What, what's wrong with your arm? Where, where do you think Elmon took uh, uh, the, the gray scent? Maybe he took it to safe... Maybe he went to the vault. Maybe he's keeping it safe there, yes? You think? He is? I think uh, Ogram just vomits in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's so much fitting. Needs <laughs> <laughs> to purge. That seems perfect. Pucks upstairs. Uh, sh is he okay? Uh, uh, is he okay alone? Maybe we could just. He, he needs the rest. We can just leave him, yes? 
Now this building coming apart. And Ogrim will start thudding his way up. All right, you get halfway up and meet Puck coming halfway down. You have been healed by Al Jespin for eight points of damage. Jeez. And Al Jespin says, I thank you for your service. I do not know what is occurring in this encounter, <laughs> but I wish you all the best. <laughs> and this confused helper just kind of just flies away. Now, uh, a side question. I assume that was a one use. I was about to ask, do we know if it's a unlim- you know, genie one, in the bottle? Only one wishes? way to find out. Okay, well. You get a stuck pickle jar. <laughs> he just flips around it. Cast blessing Bless. on you. <laughs> Blesses the pickle jar. Bless my pickles, I'll just been. All right, so Puck, Olgram, and Avius, you guys are now outside of the clock tower. There's more screaming and chaos as you cannot see the giant spider, but you can certainly hear it crunching steam whistling out of it and more crunching and cries uh, from the public. There's absolutely no sign of Elmon. And the three of you are standing outside the, the tower. Uh, and Puck. I brought Avius's robe down. Okay, thank him. you. I was about to go get it. <laughs> Gotta walk back up. Puck, you have the same sensations as they do. Uh, you are not aggressively after this artifact any longer, but you certainly miss it. I kind of want that back, but I don't know. I want it back real bad, but I didn't like how you guys acted when I had it on. Like, you should have been on my side. What? Well, uh, on your side? I could have made great things happen. I'm the magician. I know how to use the this. Mistakes were things. made. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have a bigger problem, though. We do with this, this big spider. And one wonky elf who ran off with this cursed object. He 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 wasn't wearing it. Uh, After this, you hear, ha ha, it's on He goes flying by through the night sky. <laughs> well... I'd say let's pack it up and go home, <laughs> but we have the spider thing out. We do. Uh, well, how far away is the spider? A block or two away. Should we get some help? This we're not going to be able to beat this thing. Well, I, I've I've heard the the guard bells ring, so you can hear a second one now. Yeah, uh, and there they go again. That's I'm not just hearing that, right? No, no, it's it's there. Okay. I don't know how much I'm gonna be worth here. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty beat up. So's the dwarf. My arm! Where's my arm? <laughs> <laughs> he notices it for the first time. <laughs> I'm gonna kill that dwarf or that elf! We need to, we need to get him to a, to a temple. We need to get him to a, some, somebody who can help him. Uh, this. I can't help. I don't know what to do with the uh, ice arm. I... But the spider is... Uh, somebody has to do something about this... This destruction. I don't... I we, The dwarf and I aren't going to be any help. We'll die. 
How big is the spider? Is the is the construct? <laughs> How big is it? How big is the construct? The construct is ten. It is twenty feet. Not eighteen feet tall. Okay. And maybe twenty-five feet. No, it's got those longer spider legs. So it's maybe forty feet in diameter. Length and diameter, that and kind of thing. Yeah. Forty feet in diameter. 18 feet tall. Brass, metal, steel, and iron. I, I don't suppose it's just wind up. <laughs> we <laughs> no. just have to wait it out. No, there's no wind no, up on the back of it. Okay. Good idea, though. Uh, I've got a good swinging arm left. Puck. Uh... Head to the Church of Lothian. I'm going to go get some conciliators, some other conciliators to yes, help. Yes, yes. Uh, head that way. Uh, find Elmon. Uh, take care of yourself, and Olgrim and I will do our best. Where do you, where do you think Elmon is? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, That's a good idea. Him, I, should, you know. I should find him. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I, he's only got 10 hit points left. <laughs> well, it's more than me. I'm quaffing the shit out of health potions as I'm running, don't worry. I I think he went to uh, uh, the vault or to Jaman or uh, maybe he went to... He can't uh, get in the vault. Oh, this is true. Uh, uh, maybe he went to go see our friend. Uh, he was quite worried about the, the gray scent and now we have it and... I, I don't know. I don't know where he okay, is. Okay, I'll find I'll find him. The goblin runs off with a skip in his step. Yeah. <laughs> and Olgrim and uh and starts making haste towards uh yep. this creature. Alright, make a tracking roll. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh before Puck leaves, he's gonna cast uh, level two like uh cure wounds on uh the dwarf. For fourteen. Ooh what? Huge wow. heal. And a little bit of camaraderie returning in that healing magic. There's 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 a couple points of shame in there too. It's like, <laughs> I tried to kill you, but Elmon! Yes. You've been running wild through the streets of the city of Tullus. What have you been doing all this time? I'm finally having shed myself from uh, <laughs> the fools that I was with. Uh, I am heading towards Priest Day, wherever I know Priest Daywan of the Conciliators is. Um, so his temple, the Lothian temple that I know that, like, uh, I'm, I'm assuming the same one that we were originally tried in, uh, is where I'm, I've been beating feet towards. Okay. Uh, you head over there. You are at the temple door, and you bang, and after a short time, you hear a couple big boards get moved, lock-type things, and the door creaks open. So I'm standing there, and I'm like, breathing really heavily, bent over, I hold up my hand. You're still on fire. Since <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah, you know, still smoking. I breathe for about 10 seconds before I can actually speak, because I've been... <laughs> I must speak to Priest Daywan immediately. He says, and who are you? I am Elman Yabel of the Conciliators. And I show them my pin. Oh, upon seeing your pin, he says, um, come it in. It is an urgent matter. We must, I must see him now. 
Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, I've, what? Oh, hold on. Just come in. No, no. man. No. That's <laughs> a nice bracelet. <laughs> I also, yes, I also have the gray ascent, like, tucked as far Just away. Just wrapped around your neck like an African tribe. Member. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as, you know, uh, covered in, uh, I maybe I've taken off my cloak at this point and, like, wrapped it up in my cloak. So there's, like, some, some like, cover between it and anybody else. Okay. Sounds good. So I'm still wearing pants, Avius. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> After a couple moments, the priest of the temple arrives, a man you've never seen before. And uh, this priest comes up and speaks. Uh, what is this all about? Who are you? Who are you? I'm Elman Yabael. Who are you? I am Priest Saron. Where's Day One? Uh, he is not here. Where is he? He is at his uh, temple. Where is his temple? Uh, it is in Midtown. He gives you the street location. I turn around and start running. It would work. <laughs> All right. He calls after you. You ignore him. After some time, you are at the other temple. Bam, 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 bam. Still on fire. <laughs> and the door opens up. There is another young acolyte there. Hello. It is past hours. <laughs> Can you come need, back at dawn at second ringing? I need to priest day one immediately. I'm Elman Yabel. I show him the pin of the conciliators. It is an urgent matter regarding what's going on in the city right now. Oh, macroed. I'm yeah, afraid priest day one isn't. No, just kidding. It's summer temple. It's summer temple. <laughs> of course, come in right away. And I'm like holding my cloak, clutching it, looking around. Like, Can I take that cloak for I you? <laughs> Uh, this young acolyte runs off and... And I'm not letting anybody close to me if I can help it. I like, 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 like I, I'm very concerned about my space bubble right now. Okay. (laughs) You are in the foyer and anyone that comes in to check in on you, see what's going on, offer you some water. They just stay the hell away from you until priest Daywan approaches and there are some other, uh, and he's a very high-ranking, decently high-ranking priest. Some other priests are with him, and as he sees it's you, he motions for them to go away and take down their massive priest spells that they had already yeah. <laughs> protected no, themselves. Leave them up. <laughs> <laughs> and he approaches. He's a uh, bearded fellow in some uh, nice, expensive knight robes, uh, purplish, with a nice sash around. And he comes striding up and says, uh, "What is it, my son? We must speak privately." Of course. And uh, walks you through towards a uh, private study of his. As you're walking, he says, when I spoke to you about your function with our group, I I mentioned to keep this a relative secret and come through the rear entrance if necessary. This must be something of dire importance. It certainly is. He closes the door behind the two of you, and you sit down at a luxurious, thick wooden desk. Mm, But he may sit down. I'm still standing. Okay. (laughs) Um, And a decent span away from him, so he's not within, like, close reach of it. Within goblin feral distance? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to unfurl the cloak and say, this is the gray ascent. It's some sort of object of chaos. It's been responsible for a lot of what's happening in the city. Um, Every single one of my wonderful party members (laughs) (laughs) 
who has touched this was possessed by it and they all tried to kill each other. I managed to, um, through my strong will alone, um, uh, avoid its effects, but it needs to be destroyed. I had to flee from them. They were, they were attacking each other and trying to kill me to, to get it back. Anybody who touches it other than me, apparently, um, is affected by it. It needs to be destroyed. He was midway through pouring you both some wine into some nice glasses and stops upon seeing the gray ascent. I am going to roll a 20-sided die. You don't need to worry about this at all. And just don't, You don't even need to look over here. Just hold on a second real fast. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> Priest Daywatch says. <laughs> he should get at least a bless on that. Easy, easy, my son. I understand you've been through a trying I'll take time. Take it easy when this thing's destroyed, and I'll see it destroyed. I'm not. <laughs> this this isn't like the Alip, Howlet powder. I can sense there is something powerful about this. Do you feel it's safe for me to cast a spell upon it to sense more? Mm, no. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it's worthy. Uh, Hold one moment. And he heads out to the door and says, come, and summons in the two other priests. And he explains, we have a possible uh, dangerous artifact on our hands, and I need to. And as they come in, I kind of cover it. Okay. So Some acolyte from like three chambers. He says, I need to identify what is going on with this item and uh, some protections and they work out some magic system and they start casting some spells upon themselves. Uh, Daywan casts a spell upon you and you feel a little more calm. Uh, I don't. Can I resist to stay agitated? And you heal 21 points of damage as well as you cast a high-end cure wounds upon you. You are healed a great deal. This magical energy surrounds you briefly. Um, You can try and, yeah, you can be agitated if you want. Okay. I I will remain agitated. All right. And he starts casting another spell upon the gray ascents. You see no effect, but you see his eyebrows get very furrowed. He's kind of circling around it as though it's like uh, like a snake he's trying to grab uh, from behind. And he's watching it. The other priests are casting spells upon him. I'm not drawing my bow, but... Um, but drawing it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just kind of like uh, stretching. Be like, oh, I should take this off uh, from around my shoulder and just kind of holding it there. All right. I don't like that roll. And he continues to circle. You see a couple shimmering, um, angelic, yellow, brief shimmers go around him uh, of some sort of protection spell you're not familiar with that are cast by the other two priests in the room. And he speaks as he's going around. Uh, Yes, this this is of a power I have not sensed quite before. And your allies, they are no longer with us. He has not taken his eyes off the scene. He continues to circle, casting his magic. I am not certain of their fate. 
I, they were all possessed and trying to kill me and get the Grey Ascent uh, when I, when I left them behind. It was the only way that you will hold and he points his hand at one of the two priests and that priest is locked and paralyzed. He says, cover it again, Elmon. And uh, he and the second priest grab onto the paralyzed priest and start to remove him from the room. I cover it. Okay. You cover it. You hear a struggle outside and more magic being cast and uh, the door is closed to your room. You hear a scuffle and more people entering the main uh, uh, worshiping area. And after about two minutes, the door opens and Elmon and the second priest arrive. Who and the second priest? Uh, uh, sorry, not Elmon. <laughs> Daywan and the second priest arrive. <clears throat> and he says, uh, what you speak of is clearly the truth. I have no means of dealing with something of this power. Okay, so I wrap it up and leave now. <laughs> <laughs> but How I know somewhere that might be able to. I do not think it will be hard for you to find. There is a tower, a tower in the Midtown District, a tower that is clean and pure that you cannot miss. And when you see it, knock upon the door and share with them what you have shared with me and those within can take care of this. Is it the Fortress of the Redeemed? It is not. It is a place known as the Pale Tower. What? They will have nothing to do with you in any situation but this. And they will take it quite seriously, I assure you. Very well. Is there anything else we can do? Um, I could get some more of that healing. That'd be great. I'm afraid not. No. <laughs> uh, he is maybe, able to heal maybe, you. Maybe a little blessing? He's able to heal you. He is able to give you a... Bl- no, nah, it won't last that long. Okay. He's able to heal you to full. Okay. <clears throat> he doesn't touch you, uh, but just says, uh, I wish you the best. And return when you can to tell me the the news of oh, what happened. By the way, there's a giant mechanical spider tearing apart the city as we speak. <laughs> Almost forgot to mention that. Um, really bad news. It was like eating people. Uh, might want to send some guys out to take care of that. And also, if you can, Clock Tower left my party back there. I feel kind of bad about that, but maybe send somebody out there to help them too if you can't. I gotta go. All right. I'm you out. leave. <sighs> you leave Elmon, and as you make your way towards, I'm assuming, where he told you. Yes, and right. I will be doing so stealthily. So I am actively avoiding anybody, including uh, f- friends of mine okay. that <laughs> may be looking for me. 
is what you think until you step outside, as from here to where you're going, there is a lot of commotion and there are tons of people on the street. It is like two in the morning, I think at this point, and the streets are filled, people are talking, they can still hear some chaos off in the distance. So you are completely seen at all times by everyone. However, you have massive advantage about not being seen by your friends. Right. That's the good news. Um, so I'm kind of like- Blending in? Blending in. I'm like, you know, holding the um, gray scent close to me. I'm like, anybody gets close to me, I'm throwing elbows at them. Um, you know, very suspicious if anybody even like looks at me with a glint in, glint in their eye. Um, like- I don't know, I'm probably going to run like a motherfucker. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and making it to the best of my ability as quickly as I can to the Pale Tower. Okay. You make your way through the streets. It is cold out. And you feel, even though you're surrounded by lots of people, you feel very alone. You've barely escaped several times this night. You can't even trust your closest <clears throat> friends. As you walk, you shoulder past people, you double check someone who kind of gives you a look and you keep on going. Um, you're making your way towards Midtown. You think you see some taller tower and you're kind of heading in that direction. When you see a familiar face in the crowd and the face looks back at you in recognition. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is a female cleric wearing Lothian armor with a mace at her side. She has her shield out. She is absolutely ready to go to war. You faced her earlier mm -hmm. during the trial. She helped arrest you. Yeah. You see her coming uh, from a side street as you approach. She uh, looks at you with a grave look and immediately falls right in line behind you without a word and follows with the hand of the hilt on her mace hanging from her hip. She is looking at all street corners and is just following you, and she's looking at all alleys as she follows you wherever you go. Mm. And she's also looking up into the sky. She's got this look of grim determination. Mm, not sure if I like that. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I might be able to lose her, but... Um... Okay. Okay. Um, you can use your words. <laughs> I, I'm 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 sort of beyond words at this point. Um, I'll I'll slow down a little bit and kind of like move over so she can like like see if she moves up beside me type she thing. She gets cl very close to you, but still stays behind you slightly to your side. She does not look at you at all and is continuing to just watch the crowd and pushing people out of the way so and they don't get near you. I like kind of turn and be like, why are you following me? She says, keep moving. Do not show me what you have. All right, um, ignore her moving forward. Okay. Keep going. She falls in line right behind you and the two of you make your way through the crowded streets of the city heading towards this tower. You cross a couple streets, the crowd thins out a little bit and you come across this beautiful uh, thinnish, maybe 60 foot in diameter tower that's tall 
made of uh, bright white stone. It doesn't give off light or anything like that, but it just looks perfectly pristine. Not a single window on it. There is a single uh, iron door at the bottom and it has a, a, a steep uh, roof at the top and it goes, it's pretty tall, about maybe 80 feet up. And there's just a few people walking these streets trying to join the crowds further out. She stops at this uh, courtyard, not courtyard, but intersection area. And she just stands away from the tower and watches you and looks like she's going to be staying there and not moving anytime soon. Saying to no one in particular, I guess I'll just knock and walk right up and You bang upon the door. As you do so, you hear a creak of the door and almost instant like there's someone right on the other side it creaks open and you sense a bit of magic also uh, opening in this space as though where the door has opened now magic has allowed entry as well and beyond you see a stone wall right beyond the door and that the door is somehow moving past and you realize it is not a stone wall as it has a face and it is a uh, golem made stone Ooh, construct and it (laughs) (laughs) construct hunter and it lowers its head down underneath the uh, doorway so it can get a look at you and it speaks in a low gravelly voice speak oh i am told i shall i am i will be allowed to pass for this one and one reason only i have a magical object that you can destroy or otherwise um turn inert and i hold up the cloak shake it and it takes two loud steps backwards boom boom and opens the door even wider inside come in you enter as you enter this tower you have a a goblin runs out of the corner (laughs) (laughs) you have a sense of peace and calm that comes over you Uh, there is um, an ease you cannot resist. Your panicness <laughs> is uh, subdued uh, by quite a bit. The uh, golem closes the door behind you, and you find yourself in a big eighty by eighty foyer, which is already significantly bigger than the size of the tower itself. Okay. And there are other side doors that lead off of it. The place is very spartan. There is a hard-looking couch here and a table next to it and a coat hanger, but everything is very smooth-walled. And the uh, stone uh, golem speaks and says, sit, and motions towards the couch. And it starts slowly stomping away towards one of the doors. Feeling calmer now, I'll go ahead and sit down. All right. You sit down on this couch. You feel odd sitting there in silence, waiting, (laughs) wondering what's going to happen. When a man comes in, he is an older fellow, gray beard, 
Looks a little muscular and has a long sword sheathed at his side. And he says, well, good evening. Who uh, might you be? Um, I am Elman Yabael. Who are you? I am Esgalar Masters. Perhaps you've heard of me. <laughs> um, yes, I believe I have. The island for Masters, of course. <laughs> for Masters Island, yes, of course. You're a famous cartographer, right? <laughs> the jig is up! <laughs> I hear you've come into some trouble. Mm, that's one way to put it. <clears throat> Well, they will certainly take care of you here, and worry not. You're you're in good hands. Who is they? The beings that inhabit this tower. That's less helpful than you might think. He uh, comes over uh, close to put a reassuring hand on your shoulder if you'd let him. <laughs> Did you just hiss at him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can glare at him if you want. Yeah, right. I, 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 through my body language, I make it pretty clear I'm not interested in engaging in any physical contact right now. <laughs> but I'm a hugger. <laughs> he says, no offense intended, friend. You're like, I'm sorry, just what I have has me a little bit edgy. Let me uh, speak to these beings. This, this business needs to be dealt with. He says, uh... <laughs> Uh, one will be coming shortly, and again, you're in good hands. You are safe here. Thank you. And he uh, carries on to a different chamber, and you hear him having some general conversation with someone else. You are safe here. <laughs> <laughs> Time goes by, just a few more minutes, and you see a light approaching from the one of the doorways. And in comes a man, man wearing nothing but a uh, pair of Avis? a happy smile, <laughs> <laughs> a pair of uh, trousers, white trousers that looked very clean and uh, very expensive. No shoes, no shirt. No he is service. absolutely chiseled with an amazing six pack. He's got broad shoulders. He's got a huge square head, beautiful, gorgeous head, no hair on him whatsoever. He is emanating a light glow of energy behind him, around him, actually. Um, and as he enters, he, there is an extreme air about him of serenity and peace. You are um, even more calm than you have been before and you sense the power that's been going on in the gray ascent you can sense that it's still there but now you don't feel it in your hands or even in the back of your mind that you're having to resist it's there it's not gone but you are much more control now he steps in at sometimes it almost feels like he's gliding across the floor but he takes his steps and he uh, comes out and he's tall too he's like six and a half seven feet tall stand up he says in a very soothing voice, I am Pathiel Namien. I am here in this world to help. You are in trouble. I am Pathiel Namien. I am in possession of a item of chaos 
that is beyond the ability of the Luthian priests to deal with and has possessed my friends, perhaps to their death. Um, only I have been strong enough to resist the temptation. <laughs> There's an eye roll uh, series going on <laughs> half a mile away. And it, it must be destroyed. May I see it? Roll for persuasion. (laughs) (laughs) With disadvantage. Uh, I will, I guess, set it down on the bench or whatever and unfurl it, the, the cloak, and then kind of, you know, step back and watch him for any, you know, reaction. Okay. You unfurl it. He does not react in the slightest and is reaching out to grab it. Are you okay with that? No. Um, he doesn't have any hesitation. He's not like uh, investigating. He's just reaching out just to pick it up like it were any old trinket. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm going to allow it. Okay. He reaches out, grabs it, and picks it up and looks at it as though it were some shiny oddity of a bobble and does doesn't even seem curious about it, just looking at it plainly. And then he uh, places it back on your uh, cloak. I thought you were going to say he places it on his wrist. (laughs) This is an incredibly powerful item of chaos. Created long, long ago. Don't say it, but I'm thinking, yeah, I said that. But (laughs) (laughs) Even before my arrival, you did well to bring it here. Can you destroy it? Or get rid of the magic in it? There is no means to destroy it or the power within. It was created by forces that have been in this world for a very long time. However, we can suppress it in our vault. There is no safer place in this city or this world than that place. It contains several items that should not be out there amongst man. And those that have been affected by it? The entire effects will be suppressed as though there is no effect at all emanating from it. A business person of ours had been obsessed by it. Uh, He will be, the obsession will subside in him. And those that were once possessed... Yes. If my companions are still alive? Yes. <clears throat> I seem to have no choice but to trust you. The Lothian priests seem to believe that you have the power to d- divest me of this. Do you need anything more from me? There is a price to pay for suppressing this and it is one that I will pay. This cannot exist with men. I, in in that we agree. He looks at you and reaches to scoop up the cloak with the gray ascent in, but does not do so until you make any motion. My nod. Nod, all right. He uh, picks up the cloak with the gray ascent in it and says, uh, and goes to place a hand on your shoulder. They're big on that here. 
It's okay. He places a hand on your shoulder and you feel an, an angelic, radiant power coursing through your a- atheist body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he says, <clears throat> excuse me, he says, you have done well to bring this here and you have suffered. Carry on and do good work for mankind. And you feel a protective aura go around your body and you are protected by two automatic saving throws against the next two spells that are ever cast across you. Nice. Is the curse that I'm currently under lifted as well, perchance? Uh, what was that curse? Plus five to all radiant damage for being an idiot. Ooh, he just dealt like 80 points of radiant. <laughs> 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 that is absolutely wiped. Yay. <clears throat> all right, so I get auto saves against the next two spells cast again. Yes. I will automatically succeed against and any that save. Is as long as it takes. And he takes this, holding it out almost like weird, dirty trash, um, and leaves the room. Upon leaving, you have a, a good similar effect to the Gray Ascent of it's kind of sad to see him leave. There was, it was a good presence uh, when he was there. And as he leaves, a massive stone walks in slowly and walks over towards the door. Um, did he take my cloak? Yes. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I... Give a little little sad thing to that. I eye the golem up like I'm thinking about killing it and then, and then leave. All right, you leave. And start and, heading back towards the clock tower. All right, and the door is closed. Elmon, you make your way back towards the clock tower and can hear some cheering from a large amount of people and uh, can see there is a spider that's all, all curled up in that spidery death throw. Uh, mechanically, it's missing chunks. There's flaming parts on it. You see there are four uh, dead city guard. There's several dead civilians, a couple that are wounded and being moved away. There are several uh, uh, guard spellcasters that are standing over triumphantly, as well as some of your friends. Uh, I believe Olgrim and Avius, you were... Uh, charging after that spider, correct. And you can see Olgrim is uh, standing on top of the spider, um, on its belly, since it's on its back now. And uh, uh, Avius, you're winding your arms down from casting spells. And- I still have half a heart on. Okay. (laughs) I tried to basically get up to them without them actually seeing me so I can like, like appear right beside them All right. You're making your way there. Oh, I see you coming. I'm an alert dwarf. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Olgrim and Avius, you guys as, you don't know if it was connected to the spider or not, but not too long after its death, just moments ago, you felt a tremendous weight leave you and the draw and pull of the Grey Ascent is completely and utterly gone. You have no interest in it whatsoever. You feel like your old selves. There's no lingering need for it. And you are aware of your actions previously. There's no haze about it. You're like, oh man, that was really crazy. And there's this release about it all. We beat the spider! Well done. 
I feel better. I'm glad we killed this spider. Puck, however, it kills Elmoth. <laughs> Goblin. Goblin <laughs> and Elmon, you are able to join them. So I appear before them and eye them both for a few seconds. We cool? Where have you been? Where have you been? Where's Puck? Where is Puck? Where's Puck? Where are you, Puck? I'm here. <laughs> Puck's here too. Um, no, Puck would have uh, uh, raced off to uh, Jamon's temple. Jamon's temple to try to find. Uh, 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 I mean, Ilmon could have gone anywhere, yeah. but I, I went there uh, because we're familiar with it, and um, hoping okay. that's where he went. All right. So back on top of the spider area, a. Uh, a grateful shop owner uh, gives you a new robe, Avia, since you're naked in the carnage. No, he had his robe. Mm, yeah, I got it. Oh, no, you did get a robe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never mind. I got it. Yeah, he was Articles of clothing is our poor cloakless guy. Yeah. You, you didn't do anything to help the spider. They're not giving you jack. <laughs> <laughs> so are we cool? No. No, we're not. You almost let me kill Puck. If I'd stayed, we'd all be dead. And I punch Elmon. <laughs> all right. Elmon, you take two plus whatever your strength bonus is. What's your strength bonus, Olgrim? Do we not um, roll make, make No, this one's guaranteed dramatic. Okay. Guaranteed. Uh, you take, uh, we'll say, three. We'll take five points of bludgeoning damage. Big hit. You are knocked down. Caught. Off guard. Now, we're cool. <laughs> Where's Puck? Let's just stand up. He's right there. Dust myself off and... That felt good. <laughs> uh, we can uh, move forward in time and catch up to Puck then. Unless okay. you guys have other actions you want to take. No, if if it goes up to Puck, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm um, moving on. Avius just wants to let everyone know um go ahead say it he's got to have a chubby hey 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 look at this <laughs> keep looking first time in years <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more of a great decent <laughs> this is where we have the police squad moment uh, <laughs> Yes, but when you tell your children and your children's children what happened here today, know that it was Avius Catorum and his friends who downed the great mechanical spider. Someone from the crowd watching you. But my wife died. <laughs> and didn't he just hit him? What's going on? What happened to my shop? This day will go down in history <laughs> as the day that the town was saved from the great mechanical spider. Make a persuasion roll, Avius Katorum. 19. Oh, Whoa. you turn the crowd, oh, the crowd. and they start. Actually, 21. They start uh, chanting. Avius! 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 Avius has his arms up. He's kind of bouncing. 
and you guys head away from this chaos. You hear some more <sighs> destruction going on behind you as some of the buildings fall down. Um, but you... <laughs> <laughs> from all the chanting? <laughs> and you make your way back to Middle Hawk's Tavern, your home, and find Puck there, who's given up in frustration. Puck, you also are completely clear-headed and no longer under the influence of the Grey Ascent. And just as a kind of a side side note, any questions or inquiries or anything about the Grey Ascent that I'm asked by the party, I, I give no information. Like, I, it's, it's gone. That's all you need to know. Mm. Period. End of story. <clears throat> so... You want to say anything to Puck? Puck to the guys? I see. Right. I see my friends, and uh, I have four beers, <laughs> <laughs> and I give them each one. It's been Sorry it's been the- an emotional it's it's been an emotional day. Sorry about the arrows in the back, buddy. Yeah, uh, here they are. By the way, <laughs> can have them back. They're still bloody. We've- They're still in his back. <laughs> it was uh, necessary. I I kind of understand you would have done the same for me he says in a question (laughs) (laughs) yes I would have um I'm glad I'm glad we're all here I'm glad we're still together some of us (laughs) a a little worse for wear what the hell happened to your arm yeah, what's left of his yeah, ice arm yeah. right now? Uh, there is we- nothing left of your ice arm anymore. Oh my god. It has melted away. From like, what, bicep down? Uh, yeah, he's got just an, like Jesus. enough of a stub that a modern day prosthetic could attach to it. Oh, okay. that can't be good. Oh, that can't be good. Perhaps, um, the, the, the... <laughs> Some healing! <laughs> the yeah. fine woman who makes the, uh... The clockwork uh, statues uh, can make Colgrim a new arm, yes? It's not likely to happen. I don't see this healing very soon. Oh, no, not healing, just replacing. I don't see a replacement either. Just stick a shield on it. Just bolt it in, giant <laughs> tower shield. You guys drink and get some rest. It's a well-deserved rest. After your rest, you get back half your maximum hit points, round down, you get back half your hit dice, and you can also spend those hit dice if you need to, to recover any additional hit points. Um, yeah. Uh, Everybody's at full health except for Puck, who's down a little bit, and he'll use two hit dice. All right, roll away. And then you get back all your spells and most of your uh, abilities. You can uh, do more. Yeah. Almost fully healed? Almost. Three off. You could... Can you spend the hit dice before resting and then rest? Yes, you can. Okay. Same. Oh, and then you get them back? And then you... Or a portion of them. Yeah, yeah. a portion of them. You get half, half of them back. Half your total. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, everybody's at full health. Okay. All right. It is noon the next day. You guys have deserved a a sleep in for sure. When there is a knock upon your door, 
Elmon slash Avius. I'm in no mood. Found <laughs> <laughs> this bracelet Sorry. outside. Yeah, I had to get one more. I just stroke your cheek. There, there. Get them. There, there. Um, I snuggle up closer to you. I'll listen you at get the door. It this time. <laughs> Put my ear to the door. Who is it? Uh, you say that. You also hear. Puck say the same thing. Puck, your door has been knocked on and you open the door and have just said the same thing. And Puck, you can see and Elmon, you can hear uh, in between your two rooms. So the four of you split two rooms. Uh, you can see standing in between your two rooms in the corridor there is the, um, shoot. Hold Our on. rooms are across the hall from each other? Yeah. They're not like suites? No. Oh. Um, you can see the manservant Burns is standing mm. there. As I was going to say, we need to go see Malil. Master Malil has requested your presence across the street at the freight yard, please. Must be some pressing business to get you out of the manor. You, yeah. open, you open the door and tell him that? Yeah. I will wait for you to prepare. Is, jo- is Jorn with him? No. Hmm. God damn it! <laughs> we won't go until Jorn's there. <laughs> What'd you let? You throw a flower pot at him? No, I uh, carved an eyeball, a big, like, <laughs> baseball sized eyeball, and, and, and then hit him in the head with it. Right. And then we moved the, fl- well, and then Puck moved the flower pots in, in, in front of the door right. to lock him in. Yeah. Because Avius wouldn't cast Arcane Lock. Yeah. yeah. That's not like level three. (laughs) I'm not wasting a level three on that. It's a goblin version of Arcane. Uh, (laughs) What would you like to do? I guess get ready and go, I assume. Okay, armoring up for battle, uh, taking it casual. What's your... Uh, Abius is always taking it casual. Uh, Uh, Puck's armored up, for sure. I mean, it sounds like a silly question to Elmon, so... And same thing for you, Olgrim. Olgrim is uh, bandaged and armored, and weapon is drawn and out. Okay. But no Uh, shield? No shield. No shield ever. (laughs) And I punch Elmon again. (laughs) (laughs) I should start punching you for threatening to kill kill your friend. The four of you leave your rooms and you really don't talk much to each other. <laughs> it's quiet, this quiet, unspoken. Uh, a little bit uneasy. The unease. Maybe we don't talk too much about last night kind of vibe this this afternoon when you wake up. And you, protocol number four, as it's commonly called. And you follow Burns, the manservant, <laughs> down the uh, stairs of Middlehawks. This way, please. You follow him down, there's a little bit of activity going around at Middle Hawks, some people eating and chatting, and you head out to the uh, street. There's a light snow that has fallen. And as you walk across, there is a freight yard across the street that's made up of uh, some fencing and multiple warehouses where merchants can uh, do some deals and uh, arrangements and can have uh, supplies pre- prepped and moved around to different parts of the street. This one's empty. There's nothing going on. There's n- not even any commodities there. And uh, Burns is taking you towards uh, a large door towards a, uh, a meeting area or uh, a merchant area. 
and you quickly are gaining on Nor, the owner of Middlehawks. He is also crossing the street, heading towards the freight yard, and he has a uh, a wooden cask of ale in one uh, under one arm, and in his other arm, he's holding a large uh, uh, platter that's covered in cloth. And he sees you at the corner of her eye and says, well, make yourself useful and hoists the cask of ale towards one of you. I don't take it. All right. It drops to the snow. Avius takes it. Why is it snowing? You pick up the cask of ale after several attempts, Avius, and, <laughs> <laughs> and fall in line. It seems weird. Uh, uh, Elmont's still uneasy from last night and... Understandable. Is it nor? Does it seem like the time of year for snow? Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> he says, "Thanks. Come along." Uh, what happened to you? He says, looking at Olgrim. So vicious bite. <laughs> Punches Elmond. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my rats were big, but not that big. You say nothing? I say nothing. All right. Uh, you follow him <laughs> the in. The group just looks at him. <laughs> you follow him into this uh, uh, mercantile chamber. It is wood, fresh wood. It's a relatively new building. There are chairs. There's a long table there. And it has uh, different size scales for measuring things. There's sorting bins. There's some calendars on the wall. There's a long meeting table that's covered in a fine cloth and it's decorated with silverware. There's some candelabras, things that don't belong in this place are there and some fine dinnerware is set up. Uh, Burns uh, moves to uh, help continue to set things up. Nor is dropping off his uh, platter and opens it up and there's food inside. There are several armed guards that are positioned at the doorway and the back doorway. There's some crates nearby that are open or closed, just a few, and they're long, uh, almost coffin-like crates, but not coffins. And most importantly, there is Malil, who is sitting there, and he puts down his uh, goblet of wine. My friends, you're here. Come, 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 come. And motions you towards the table. Malil? Uh, oh. You seem to be doing uh, better. Oh, so, so much better. Oh, it's so good to see you. Well, he, yes, uh, you too. Um, he pats you on the back. Uh, on the back? On the back. And even bends over to give uh, Puck a little hug. Uh, uh, I give him like a real half-hearted like <laughs> pat as he does it. Please sit, sit. Uh. Oh, when did you uh, recover? You were quite ill the last we saw you. I had a horrific vision last night and woke up startled uh, early this morning of of my my precious bobble that I had you go find, and I had a vision of it uh, falling and falling and falling into light and then melting away. And I woke up and felt so much better. And you know what also was in this vision? Your face, my elven friend, pointing to Elmon. And I don't think this was any dream. It felt quite real. <clears throat> Please tell me, 
you had good fortune to take away something that I sought so dearly. It is gone. That is good news. I, I'm surprised I'm saying that, but it is good news. Mm-hmm. And we must celebrate that fact. Come sit. And he sits at the table and more food and uh, excellent warm breads are brought and some fine meats and then whatever crap Norris brought all across the street. Fine, then. <laughs> I feel like a tremendous weight has left my heart. And I feel... Me too. I feel... I feel Winning. like... <laughs> 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 this stuff. And I feel I, I'm d- definitely uh, owe it to uh, the likes of you. So let's, let's, let's toast to you all. You, <clears throat> you have a name of some sort, right? The band of the mighty warriors of... Um, oh, well, um, the Katorum Four is, is how we've, we've been known. To the Katorum no. Four! And he raises his cup. <laughs> Gonna murder that wizard. <laughs> Does anyone join him? Otherwise, he's looking like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, Hades. No. Hades has his goblet up. My arms are up. <laughs> Buck pours out a little. He's on the ground, actually. The Katorum floor, Jesus. He says, my friend, you insult me. I bring you wine and you pour it down. It's not not an insult to you, more more to this goofy wizard. He thinks he's the leader of our group. Then drink wine, or you do insult. Oh, then I just guzzle it. I take that. I empty it out. Okay. (laughs) Holgrim focuses on the uh, the cask that uh, Nor brought. All right. This is more to his flavoring. You can definitely uh, take advantage of that for sure. And you drink and you eat some. Halfway through the conversation, Malil uh, drops his more uh, jovial uh, nature and becomes a little more serious and says, yes, yes, but I wanted to say, you guarded my estate during my dinner party for which you have been partially paid. You've watched over my home, keeping me safe. Uh, You kept my guests safe. You sought out per my request and removed from the world a curse upon my heart, uh, upon my house, upon my livelihood, upon my very happiness. And you are men who deserve respect, and it's time to celebrate your hard work with good food, good drink, and of course, befitting payment. To the Katorum Four. <laughs> that's that's not our name. <laughs> I was I was led to believe that was your name of your group. No, no, no. I'm I'm mistaken. What is what is the name? This this. We'll get back to you on yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. We'll have to talk. <laughs> All right. We're kind of. <laughs> we have to work we're, through copyright yeah, we're, issues. We're, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, we like to avenge a lot. <laughs> to avenge. But that's been taken. And there are four. And, uh, <laughs> we are fantastic. We are fantastic <laughs> as well. <laughs> We've yet to come to a consensus. <clears throat> 
Well, then, to the four of you. You could call us Goblin Force for now. <laughs> no. Force. No, don't say that. Uh, more excellent wine and cheap ale is served to those uh, who take it. There's great chicken, vegetables, mashed potatoes. Everything's great. And um, you're, anything you want to talk about, about the previous night? I don't want to step on anyone's toes, or we can just fast forward through this little get-together. Well... Puck, uh, Puck gets, a, gets pretty again. drunk. Okay. Um, and saddles up next to uh, Olgrim to chat to chat a little. Mister Grim, I'm I'm glad you're safe. I'm sorry about your arm. I understand why you did what you did. Do you? I do. I was a little crazed too. I would have. Murdered you outright, just the same. To get to just get to that hospitality. <laughs> but I just want to. I just. I. I. That's all I want to say is I understand why you did what you did, but let's never raise arms against each other again. <laughs> You're such a dick. I'd, I'd rather just get punched in the face. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm not going to live this down. <laughs> Your words are kind. I'll be a little bitey. <laughs> but uh, I know, I know where you come from. I know the heart of, a, of your kind. So I appreciate the words. You're, you're the you're the the best friend I've ever had, and I appreciate our relationship. Gives you a Hallmark card that says the same. <laughs> and then I like hug him, like give him a little oh. hug around the waist. Hulgum gives you a half hug back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just leans in. <laughs> Bring it in. <laughs> how how much? Did we get paid by Malil? Uh, he hadn't paid you. Oh, I thought he... he no. Five goldie. In lieu of... <laughs> uh, to which, uh, uh, as Puck comes in close, uh, I whisper to him, uh, I say that uh, the gods have not smiled on me today, but I do have plans for the future. I hope I'm included in those plans. Kachunk! There's a big hit on the table as Malil has dropped a brick shape wrapped in a burlap on the table with a big thud. What's what's that? He says this, my friends, and I call you that the with great ascent. <laughs> <laughs> the blue ascent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This, my friends, and I call you that with all sincerity, is uh, payment uh, that is certainly past due. And from the burlap, he pulls out a, uh, almost like a Hershey's chocolate bar, <laughs> a, a so thin but long um, bar of heavy platinum and places it in the middle of the table. You, some of you recognize it as a trading bar that merchants use when dealing with lots of bulk goods. I don't know if any of you guys have even seen a platinum coin or not. Mm -hmm. This is beyond that. This is a platinum bar. It is worth 100 platinum coins, AKA 1000 gold. Wow. 
He then reaches into the burlap and takes out a second platinum bar and places it upon the first and says, I apologize for the delay. I was not in the right mind and I still really wanted you to retrieve the item. And it is normally not my way of uh, keeping payment for services rendered. He reaches in and pulls out a third trading bar and places it on top of the other. And I hope you will gladly accept this. And he reaches in and takes a fourth and final bar out and places it on top of the others, making a nice little brick of platinum. This seems a fitting payment for efforts that have gone above and beyond. That, that's very generous of you. Quite generous. I think it's I think it's worthy of your efforts and what you've done for me. And I hope you use it well, uh, Master Katorum. And then he takes out a second brick shape wrapped in burlap from the long crate next to him and slams it down. And he pulls out another expensive platinum trading bar and then repeats another, stacking it for high. And for you, elf, and slides the four bars over to you. Shit. And he takes out another brick and unwraps it and takes out four trading bars and slides them over to Olgrim and takes out a fourth and final brick and takes out the four platinum bars and slides them over. And for you, my little friend. Thank, thank you. Very uh, kind. Very, very kind. Uh, This'll do. <laughs> Dear friend Mohil, ah. Uh, Never could I have imagined such generosity. Thank you so very much. Uh, I feel indebted to you, uh, almost. He says, of course not, of course not. Burns, Burns! Yes, and Burns drags over clumsily another long uh, crate, scraping it across the ground of this trading warehouse Malil has rented out or borrowed. And he drags it out heavily and drops it. And Malil says, careful, careful. <laughs> and he opens it up and says, well, you know, I do uh, a bit of trading and I have in the past done some trading in some exotic goods, which I think I'll take a bit of a break from. I think some more bulk wheat trading for a while might do me better, but I do have this still behind and no auction set up in the near future to deal with it and i think it befitting for you and from it he takes out three greater healing potions and places them on the middle of the table these might fit strong warriors like yourself and reaches in and pulls out a stained mug and places it it's a just a fat wide mug that's stained and sticks it on the table this is a tankard that upon uh, wishing thrice per day can summon forth any water or simple wine or ale as needed. Well, that sounds delightful. Good use for thirsty warriors such as yourself. And he says, oh, wait, there's another and reaches in like Christmas Santa <laughs> <laughs> and pulls out a uh, a uh, velvet uh, s staff looking long rod type thing that's wrapped up 
places it on the table gently, un unwraps it, and it is a rapier. He says, this is a rapier that has a keen edge for cutting strong that might serve you well. Oh, and this, he lifts just halfway out of the crate, is leather armor of Kadeen, I have been told, to add extra protection in time of need. And I hope it serves you well. <clears throat> Sir, you have forgotten one. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was hoping to keep this. And an amulet of magic. I'm not quite sure what it does. The seller was kind of vague. I don't think it does much, but it's yours. Heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands out this amulet as well. What? I don't know what to say. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, this is above, above and, and beyond. Let it be known that Malil Abinar pays his debts and takes care for services rendered. You've been very generous. Burns! Very yes, generous. sir. Drags a third crate over to Malil. And he opens it up and he takes out a smallish brick wrapped in burlap, funk, and he looks inside and it is three of those platinum trading bars and slides it over to Elmont. These, um, Master Elf, are for you. You had mentioned in a previous conversation that money and payment is what you respect and desire and that is what you are being paid for. And slides it over to Thank you. I perhaps taken slightly out of context, but very well. <laughs> and to the rest of you, my last gift. And he reaches in and pulls out a piece of paper in an envelope. And he hands it uh, over to uh, no one in particular, puts it in the middle of the table. Amy grabs it. You grab it and you read it. And I read it. It is a letter of service from the House Abinar, with the Abinar seal naming uh, Avius Katorum Olgrim Shieldbiter and a single other official name on there of Puck. And it lists them as good men who provided meritous service for House Abinar and are to be considered in good standing with Malil Abinar, the House Abinar, and the great city of Tallis. May you give them your consideration and respect that they have well earned. By far the the, the most valuable uh, thing that you have offered us today, uh, Malil. Again, many, many, many heartfelt thanks. And thanks to you. You have, as I said, kept my home and myself safe and brought me peace. And I have heard help kept kept my manor free of any strange contraptions of clocks and all sorts of nightmares. Although we may have to speak about my guard out front at some point later, but mm. let's not spoil the morning, the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Puck takes a little step back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. I don't know what to say, it's which done. is quite rare, actually. Um, I do have questions, uh, if you 
would care to entertain them. Of course. Uh, that evening at the auction, where the Grey Ascent, um, no, uh, was not auctioned, correct? No, it was kept in my safe. It was stolen. That's, that's right. But the other items, um, I would like to learn more about them. Uh, if you have the time. In what way? Oh, their history, their value, their mm, capabilities uh, of in legend. Uh, of course. And he spends the next 20 minutes describing the different items. Uh, none of them stand out in your mind. Okay. None of them seem nefarious like the Grey Ascent. They seem similar in quality to what you have just been gifted here. Okay. But of value in particular to the people that have them. And again, these are not even adventure types, so it tends to mean even more to them. <clears throat> okay. And food is eaten. Wine is overconsumed by goblins. Hey, hey, Grim, does this mean, uh, have to be nice to that one-eyed bastard? Let's just say it might have to play nice for a while. Hmm. At least as long as the ink is on that paper. Okay. <laughs> and the afternoon lunch comes to an end. Malil gets up and says, I, again, I cannot thank you enough. Feel free to call upon me, and I will certainly call upon you when I, if I have need of your services, which I hope does not come up too soon. But but if you do, please, please think of us. Of course. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be in your corner. Soar and fetch a horse. And uh, he departs. The uh, guards stay there until you leave with all the cash. Treasure. Yeah. Day. And then it's all on you. Yeah. Amon grabs a wheelbarrow. You can take, <laughs> you can borrow such a thing. <clears throat> so we go back to our rooms. Yes. Yeah, you cross Let's the, some stuff. You cross the snow and, head, <laughs> <laughs> and head back to Middlehawks. What do you guys want to do? The it's all up to you. Best, yeah, we got to uh, figure out. I'm first going to lay all seven of my platinum bars out and just lay <laughs> down on top of them. <laughs> you go and buy like three torches and drop one of those down. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make change? <laughs> <laughs> he shaves off the tiniest splinter of your bar and that's payment. Um, uh, I'm interested in this amulet of magic. Anyone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested in the leather armor and maybe the repair, um, but, I mean, because I, I assume that's like a short sword type item. It's I not mean, short, it's I a... Mean, it's a repair, but... It's it, a rapier, yeah. Is that a dex or a strength? It is finesse, so it is dex. Okay. Um... I mean, I'm kind of interested in both those, but I, 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 I don't want to feel greedy. Don't look at me. I'm down to one weapon. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll scoop up the greater healing potions. Okay. Unless. Who gets the tankard? Oh, obviously. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Dwarf. <laughs> um, and I will uh, and, find a way to use that in combat. And, and maybe a, depending on what. With a finesse weapon, you can use strength or dexterity. Oh, okay. So how many weapons do you have hanging off you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just 
He has a short sword, he has a dagger, he has a bow. Short sword, dagger, bow, crossbow. And a but shield. I don't, and a shield. Uh, but I probably don't carry the crossbow. Yeah, you're, yeah you're getting, carrying too much. Yeah. Don't make me break out encumbrance it's a full rules. Crossbow? Like no, crossbow. It was a hand crossbow. It was it's a, a light one. crossbow. It's a light. Yeah. It's a hand crossbow. Okay. Basically. Um, yeah, and depending on the leather armor, if it seems like we should swap, I'm fine with that too, depending on what it is. Yours uh, is magical. I'm I think sure this, this one's one is magical too. too. Mm. Maybe not, but I'm pretty attached to what I have. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. So unless, like, that's, like, attuned especially for... Right, a druid like a or something, yeah. you know? Plus five to wild shape or something. Yeah. Or, like, makes, uh, it makes you grow three when feet. When something attunes, right. does it adjust <laughs> down to, like, a size? Yeah, it can make adjustments, can. Okay. yeah. All right, that's good to know. Um, so I think we would like to take a rest and attune these items. A couple days, yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to also probably... Um, put some of my platinum into a vault and change some in. Okay. Um, you can and, certainly do so. And buy a new cloak. <laughs> uh, you guys Actually, take- you know what? Yes. I did have an extra cloak. Um, I, <laughs> I, I have it written down. I, I have a pair of nice trousers and a nice cloak. Uh, right, I have from no the party. What, what, what was it from? From the party. From the party, All yeah. All right. So, but I want to probably a more, like, not just a nice cloak, but a, you know, Elven, wants, Elven Ranger type cloak. He wants a Rebel Soldier Moon of Endor. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Rebel Soldier Moon of Endor. Okay. I see that. Uh, let me look at my... Um, where's my generic... Thought I had it. Nope. Uh, yeah, you can certainly, guys, take some time. You spend the next few days. Um, I have a uh, a scene I would like to play out. Okay. You guys spend some time uh, resting, attuning these different things, doing some shopping. You can get some... You can get a decent cloak for two gold, or you can get a fine one for 14 Choices, choices. Um, can they make change for a platinum bar? Uh, you can go. To, you can <laughs> buy. In, you have to buy fourteen hundred cloaks. <laughs> you can go to some sort of money lender type guy. Yeah. And, yeah, totally um, yeah, I'm gonna get the fine cloak. I guess. I mean, okay. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling a little. Uh, let's see. Three. Twenty nine. Um. You know, I'm feeling a little little cash heavy right now so sure and you're gonna drop off most of that at some sort of vault type situation yeah i'm gonna go ahead and rent a vault a small vault um i guess near wherever sure you wanted to go in on a on a vault i want my own for because oh, no. i don't i don't want to share a key all right <laughs> you could you could have had arcane lock he on still it has- for free but- well i know but if let's say for instance there is a magical item that possesses people and three of my party members turn against me. I'm a little bitter about this. Uh, yeah. I would still like to have access to my money. <laughs> Fine. There's a bitchy gray ascent effect that's still lingering over the elf of all people. So I'm assuming we're back it's at not what, far enough away. What's the name of that sh- of the guy that has the vaults? Oh, I've got it here. 
His name is clearly the name of Hammersong Volts. That's right. I, I would just assume get a small volt vault there at Hammersong. How can I have a very nice one? Mm-hmm. Done so. <laughs> if you want me to have access to it, I'm happy with that. It's a little sketchy at this point. <laughs> you have, uh, Olgrim, you've taken the, uh, taken the tankard. Uh, it is called yes. an Everfull mug. And uh, do you need a description of it again? I do not. I think I got the general, it'll fill with whatever liquid I Yeah, but it's got to be cheapish liquid. Cheapish. <laughs> <Yeah>. Liquid gold. <laughs> <laughs> and you oh, any it? liquid? Uh, no, it's drinkable stuff. Water, okay. watery wine, cheap ale, that type of stuff. And you get three uses per day. Enough to get you a little buzz. And um, the potions, how are you splitting up? Who's getting up? I, I took all the potions. Oh, all right. <laughs> Done. I'm probably going to buy some, so. Yeah. Uh, Do you think you can afford that? Yeah. Hmm. The rapier? I mean, better. You took the armor better, and, the, better than and, the, the and the rapier. All right, it is a rapier of cutting. And it provides uh, simply uh, one additional point of damage when it hits. And what's the damage for it? Uh, 1d8. One-handed, finesse, 1d8, and plus one on top of any other. That's awesome. Just plus one to damage, but not to hit. Correct. Okay. Just for damage. And it is considered magical? Yes. Yes, that's another key proper. My spear, Vienna. Okay. I will. But is that the only weapon you can use? Mm-hmm. Can you use? I have a. I could, but. And the leather armor. Leather armor is the leather armor no, of Kadeen. You have attuned that to. You can only have three things attuned to you. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. I have two. Um, Unless the arrows yeah. count. No. Honestly, I don't even know if the rapier. Uh, the rapier does not count either. Actually. Okay. Uh, can you spell Kadeen? Uh, K-A-D-E-E-N, I guess is what's emblazoned on its, its wrapping okay. as you unwrap it <laughs> on the instruction manual. <laughs> How to enjoy your leather armor of Kadeen. Yeah. Follow these safety instructions to begin. Not to be used in water or... Um, <laughs> uh, leather armor of Kadeen is plus one armor, which is already significant. Okay. And it also gives you plus one saves against any area effect spells. Nice. So anything that isn't directly affecting you, you get a plus one to a say fireball, um, um, a sleep spell. Come on, really made out here. (laughs) You guys got a letter. (laughs) You did. We got a letter. I think that's going to be worth something. It actually will be at some point in time. But well, it already has value of four bars platinum trader bars. Does it? Well, that's what he was given, and then we got. You got three more. No, he was given three. <laughs> he was given three. I was given seven total. Each of you were given total, four. Yeah, he so was given three more. You guys were given three more. Uh, so that would letter. be the value of it, I figure. Right. And there was an amulet. An amulet. For Avius. Uh, it is an amulet of fortune. Does require attunement. The description is a delicate gold amulet set with three adventurines, a gem, and suspended from a fine gold chain. Um, you can activate it once per day. Let me double check. Uh, yep, yeah, once per day. And you use it when uh, you are about to make a saving throw of any kind. And uh, after you roll the saving throw, but before you know the effect of it, you can activate the amulet to do a second roll that you must take. So someone cast. So yeah, someone casts a big charm on you or something. You make the roll. You roll like a ten. You know that's not going to work. 
you could say, all right, well, before you tell me if it sinks in or not, that spell, I'm going to take a second roll and activate my amulet. Uh, okay, okay. And you, it's not advantage. You have to take the second roll. I have roll. to take the second roll. Yeah. So it's sort of like if you know you're going to fail, if you roll a one, yeah, if, yeah. you know, you, you can, can say, hey, one. I, and then you just have to take the result of the second but roll. If you roll an 11, you're like, eh, I'm not sure. And then you roll a one, and you're yeah, fucked. Then, yep. Yeah. Yep. And you can only do it once per day, but it's free. Okay. Might help. Recharges, yes? Yeah, it does. Well, that's, yeah, that's great. So you spent a couple days doing that. That's attuned. That is attuned. As well as my... As well as my... The rod? Uh, yeah. Rod. Yes. Of course my rod's attuned. Uh, the mug is certainly not. <laughs> then, so I can pass it off in combat and we can drink. Only three charges per day, but oh, everyone can drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so uh, during these days, Olgrim, you, you needed a moment. Yes, uh, it would be with Pac, probably in the later hours. Okay. Uh, Where at? At the Middle Hawks. All right, it's the tavern. It's kind of maybe quiet. There's a fire out in the main area. Not many people are there. And Nor would be there as well. Okay. You uh, call him over, and he brings over three ales for the two of you and himself. Oh, it's been a long day. Very, very long. It very is. Long. But a fine hanger. And uh, some moments in between. I worry that uh, what happened before, I know I have your forgiveness, but uh, it's not enough. What do, you, what do you need, friend? Um... It's got me thinking, when I had this charm about me, it brought up the history, the reason I was here. And those dark moments that came out were reflective of not just me, but my tribe. I struck at your puck, and I am sorry. As I said, I'm, I'm, I'm past it. But I don't think I am. What can I do to help? You and Nor can help. How? Ogrim uh, puts the money on the table. What money? The platinum bars. The that he huge had? bars. Yeah. Four? All four? All four. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and kind of sets his tanker on top of it. How much would it be for this inn? You want to buy the inn? I do. Oh, it's been a long day. <laughs> Have a drink. <laughs> and while you decide that, Buck, these many days, it's always been a privilege to travel with you. Like Likewise. I don't know what I'd do without you at this point. I have my life. But I'd never tell the elf that I would be thankful to him for keeping me alive. And he draws his sword and puts it on the table. What are, what what are you what are you saying? Well and he takes another big drink. I don't think I can travel with you anymore. Are you sure? 
Are you sure? These bones are old. I've lost a foot and an arm to preserve, but to revenge. Now, I almost killed the lot of you for this. We, we were all taken by that thing. We were all possessed by it. It was more. I wanted it, Puck. I did too. Yeah. I told you before. I would have killed you for it. But it's more. I wanted it before. Before I had the grey scent, I had my heart full of vengeance. And I saw what that did. And fortunately, it only took my arm. I would not put this on anyone other than you. You take this sword and call it your own. Give it a new name. It's no longer vengeance. I, w I, will, I will do that for you. And nor all you have to do is come up with a price. And we're set. Well, I can... I can give you... I can give you 10% per bar. That's 40% ownership of Middlehawks that you have right here. A partnership then? I'll take it. And what will you do with this partnership? Does that mean I get to go on a vacation for once? Sure. I can look after the place. But I'm done with my travels. I'll have to stay here. But they can always call on me. I just won't be gallivanting around the dungeons. And I'll sleep better at night knowing Puck has this. Then you've got yourself a deal. And he holds out a hand towards your good arm. It's done then. We'll stop there. What? <laughs> Whoa, well done. Nice. Wow. And so ends the adventures of Olgrim Shieldbiter. What a great way to wrap up the character to a crazy adventure session. Everyone's just attacking each other left and right. There were moments where it came down to just a single word and Puck was going to be killed by Olgrim and just on and on and on. And Elmon just barely resisting the rolls and barely escaping with it. But that to me pales in comparison to Olgrim saying he's, he's just had enough. He's decided to retire. And as the player Christopher is saying this, all around our table, everyone's jaws are just on the floor, mine included. You can hear uh, the second time when Olgrim hands over his sword to Puck, you can hear Christopher choking up as he says it. And when all was said and done, the player playing Puck was just crying. It was a very emotional game. It was fantastic. A great way to deal with the loss of a character, yet who's still around. He will be at Middlehawks to interact with from time to time. So thanks to you, our listeners and the players, and especially to Christopher for running an excellent character in Olgrim's Shieldbiter. Well done. And for those of you who are at all worried, Christopher will be back in the next adventure with a new character joining the continuing adventures. Drop us a message on Podbean or ingloriousbards.com, our social media. Tell us what you think about this episode. It was a crazy one. 
All music has been officially licensed or used through Creative Commons as listed on our website. And if you're interested in the sound effects you heard, check out Sirenscape.com. What will the group do now that the Grey Ascent has been recovered? How will Puck handle the loss of his closest friend? And who will the new hero be to join the ranks of the Inglorious Bards? Until next time.